The Rise and Grind Morning Show is on. 419 The Grind.
for Think you got a hold on me Pride's devil And left so many R.I.P. Pride is a devil Think you got a hold on me Pride is a devil Paranoid, I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? Mm. Terrified, paranoid, I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? Yeah. Bright lights pass me in the city, it's emergency I'm thankful cause I made it past my 30s, no one murdered me Still remember vividly the nigga that pulled a gun on me I'm petrified but moving like I got no sense of urgency Pride make a nigga act way harder than he really be Pride hide the shame of sin, cut off all utilities Pride hide the pain of growing up in hell and poverty Pride make a nigga feel a way that you and follow me Make a nigga flash a thousand like he hit the lottery Make a baby mama make shit harder than it gotta be Make you have to take the bitch to court to see a prodigy Make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery Pride be the reason for the family dichotomy Got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be It got me feeling different when somebody said it proud of me Pride is the devil mm. I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. And it left so many R.I.P. Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. Yeah Terrified, paranoid I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything Or will I be destroyed mm. Terrified, paranoid I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything Or will I be destroyed Yeah much money to count, what's the amount, 10 of a bounce, I gotta pay a nigga to add it up, then pay somebody to make sure whatever amount he say, I'm back it up, got racks on racks, I'm racking up, stacking up, you reaching or acting up, break it down, weigh it up, not back it up, make a five of money, that's regular, nigga playing with us, that's negative, go back to start, that's never, I'm a boss, my closet leather, ain't no off days on my schedule, long as I live, we live forever, told my twin and shit, get better, these niggas that slip, let me ahead of got my feet up, I pay 70 bands, and have sets on the jet, I don't need them, that shit in the past, I'm feeling like what's next, got my speed up, foot all on the gas, just not a CA vet, I can beat them, Believe in me, just tell me what's the bet All my pride gone, had to lose it all Then I got rich, I own five homes Glad some of this shit starting to make sense I'm staying hella focused, and I can't forget the bigger picture I can't even hold you, I didn't have shit I won't forget it, will I be destroyed? Come to me with everything, it's starting to get annoying I'm addicted to promethazine, it's crazy, yeah, I know it All this money coming in, it drive me crazy, not to show it I'll be crazy if I blow it Pride is the devil mm. I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. And it left so many R.I.P Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil
day. Most of the time we use it in the wrong way. Now you can look the word up again and again. But the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friends. And if you ask me, you know I couldn't be much help. Because a friend's somebody you judge for yourself. Some are okay and they treat you real cool. And some mistake your kindness for being the fool. We like to be with some because they're funny. Others come around when they need some money. Some you grew up with around the way, and you're still real close to this very day. Homeboys through the summer, winter, spring, and fall, and then there's some we wish we never knew at all. And this list goes on again and again, but these are the people that we call friends. together we barely knew each other we had no intentions on becoming lovers but in no time at all you became my girl me and you one-on-one -on -one against the world talking on the telephone for hours at a time and else i was at your house or you was at mine and then came the arguments and all kinds of problems besides making love we had nothing in common it couldn't last longer because it started out strong but i guess we went about the whole thing wrong Cause out of nowhere, it just came to an end Because we became lovers before we were friends Friends How many of us have them? Hey, yo, Lang, check dig, man I was just sitting back reminiscing, man You know what I'm saying, the vibe and on how things used to be, you dig? Like when we was young, since you know what I'm saying That OSDN used to rock St. Angela, you know? Toledo, Toledo, Toledo. When children used to see the tennis every day I used to go to Lido, Kids really used to go outside and play. I used to go to Lido, Lido, Lido. When females used to carry themselves as women. I used to go to Lido, Lido, Lido. When hustlers used to tune into our shit. I remember back in the day when I was a child Doing bad mama used to take us to eat at Hot and Nile Very convenient, the food was good and plus it was cheap Creeping off the block to go swimming at Willie's every week Dirt courts in just about every backyard hooping on crates Sneaking jars out the house trying to catch lightning bugs and snakes The good old days when penny candy really used to cost a penny Ice cream truck had ice cream on it, you could buy but ten pennies Pipping your bike out with chrome caps, reflectors and mirrors The hood used to be a village back when the neighbors cared. It was less snitching, more females carried themselves like women. I wish I could go back and visit, cause I miss the old Toledo. It ain't got that same vibe, it got no more. I'm just reminiscing about the old days, and now I don't go far back as the old J's. Lane, look, I'm talking late 80s, early 90s, on Auburn up at Peach Rose is where you can find me. I was screaming crossroads for the love of the dough. 16 double O until the world blow. When Indo and Joint Mod had a lock on the south, and Arden Coleman had you scared to come out of your house. A 
around the town when Magic Wan found out he was Plera. And Ray Stone was so fly, yeah, that was the era. Plenty and Philly and all was rapping for Out Hill. That Scott and Libby gang could damn near get a nigga killed. When Northtown was bumping, Southwick was slumping. Follow the light, lightning rod had every club jumping. I give her all my legs, two shoulders and the two. It's the Toledo hide was in my youth. Man, I miss the old Toledo. Wake up, Toledo. Wake, wake your ass up. Wake up. You're listening to the 419 Grind, Rising Grind Morning Show. Good morning, hey. Wake that ass up. Wake up. Wake that ass up. It's, it's Tuesday morning. Food dollar taco Tuesday. It's not, uh, Shay? It's always that. And then oh, we're going to okay. add a hyphen. Wait, wait. Oh. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Turn it oh. back. Oh, is it turn it back or turntables? Turn, turn it back. Turn it back. Toxic two dollar taco Tuesday. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a lot. And we got a special guest in the building. <laughs> it's DJ Keep Success. What Morning, and it's such an honor to yes. have you here in our studio. Well, I appreciate it. And Thank you showed up early, too. Yes. Yeah, I'm an early bird. I'm oh, early I love bird. it. I love it. <laughs> I've always so had your name. I finally got to put a face to the name, so yes. I'm excited to thank meet you. Thank you for rising and grinding with us. For yes. sure, for sure, for sure. Yes, we always get to hear the voice, and now we get to see the face. Mm, so thank you yeah, for coming for sure. in and being our guest, and now our guest co host. <laughs> <laughs> so good morning, guys. You are tuned in to the number one voted podcast, The Rise and Grind Morning Show with Leah Renee, Shay K, Clyde Green, and Jay. And of course, like we said, we got DJ Keith's success here with us this morning. It's going to be a great show. You know mm-hmm. it is. You know he always brings the energy. We already know. He's a legend in the city. It's going to yeah. be a great show. So <laughs> we feel blessed to have him here this morning. Make sure you send up them hearts in the comments. You know, if you love him, like and, and subscribe share, and share, share, this share this live. Share. Go over to our YouTube and subscribe to our channel if you haven't. Make sure you go over to LRTV and subscribe to my YouTube channel hey, as well. Oh, you got yes. that set up already? Yeah. All right. Leave okay. Okay. And, um, and um, oh, go over to I am Leah Renee on IG and follow me over there. You'll see more twerk videos over there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see one twerk video, okay? If, you ever well, if y'all want to see, see the twerk, twerk and come on over to Shea versus Shane, yeah, hey. I'm twerking every morning. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, okay. started, yeah. I'm getting it started. <laughs> Early. <laughs> Left like, cheek, right cheek, queen. Okay, like, like Clyde Green pays too. Yeah, hey, J. Cool yeah. pays. Like Jessica Gomez, Mister Four One Nine Grind. Oh, oh, excuse oh Mr. me, Four One Nine Grind. Four One Nine. Wait, so is it okay? It's Mister M R. Yeah. So M R Four One Nine Grind. I like it. Okay, <laughs> Mister Four One Nine Grind. I take my, my my name off of it. Like yeah, my personal. I like, I like that though. Okay. I like Mister Four One Nine Grind. That's that's what's up. And I you like got it. the shades on in the profile. No. Okay. <laughs> you ain't got the shades I don't, I don't on? I don't even remember. You what. should have the shades on with the pinky ring. Like, I'm right. 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 What are y'all talking about? What you, pinky it ring? should be showing with the J. Cool shades. <laughs> Where are they? We're going to make your picture today. We're going to make your new profile picture today. No. We need our likes to go up. I know he's not going to do none of that. That's why I'm going to sit there. We need our likes to go up. And now, what's your Instagram? I know, right? 
Clyde, Clyde Green, Green. Four, underscore four one nine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What's your four? What's your what's your IG? DJ keeps success. Oh, okay. DJ keeps success every day. That's all you need. You got that trademark. Type it on in. You got that trademark. No, I need to. Yeah. I figure ain't nobody else gonna take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your name. Period. Can't nobody else be you. We jumping if they do. Right. Too long. Well, speaking of names, shout out to our sponsors: Hot Bob, Hot Bob, Mud City ENT, Greater New Salmon's Church, Amen. Myself, the People Salesman, Yes Sir, J Rush Jenny, Sasha Denise, Legend. You can also donate to dollar sign the 419 grind. Mm-hmm. We are always accepting donations and we want to say thank you to each and every one of you who have donated so far because it has definitely blessed us. So thank you. Yeah, a lot of people have been telling you. me we should set up a Patreon account, which means uh, people can like set up a, a subscription to our yeah, podcast um, where they can just donate every month. Yeah, you know, um, I do that for my zodiacs. I listen to my, you know, the yeah, video you I listen Patreon. to. I'm on Patreon. Um, Zante like told month. me about the Patreon. Zante, remember okay. we yeah. had him on the show. Yeah. The, um, he's a barber uh, instructor at the Barber College, mm-hmm. um, and he told me about that website like last year. Yep. Yeah. We need to do it. I mean, we should. And, and we got we got viewers from other parts of the country and uh, sometimes other parts of the world. They want to donate, so that'll be yeah. an easy way for them to donate. Yeah, mm-hmm. got to look into that. That's a mm-hmm. good thing. You know, technology. How is it? Like, you know, you've been in the game a long time. How is it to see how? Like, what is it like to you to see how like things have emerged and to see like how people are just creating their own platforms now? And like, well, you, well, I'll tell you this: the way technology is now is. If if you was around back then, you just wouldn't believe like what you could do now. Yeah. Right. And the thing about it is, is that if you was in a game back then and you still stuck with it now, mm-hmm. it's so much easier to get right. stuff accomplished. Because yeah. you know, like say for instance, if I wanted to make a mix and a mixtape back then, I had to record on a cassette. Let somebody else dub it. <laughs> let somebody else dub it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now. All you gotta do is get on Facebook, push a button, finger. and you can have thousands of people watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the technology is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's that is crazy. Do y'all remember the, the, the transformation from tape to CD? How amazed we were. <laughs> the sound was just hey, like now. Man. There's so, no more CD players at all. Yeah, let me tell you something. I ain't trying to date myself. <laughs> with with this know. fact, keep it real. I was one of the first ones to have a CD recorder. Now this before uh, they was on computers. Oh wow! I, I think we had this conversation before when you had the uh, the place on on the north side. Yeah, the look, for a pack of ten CDs, <laughs> it was seventy dollars. Wow! They didn't even sell them here. I had to order them from uh, Fort Wayne. Oh my god! They didn't even sell blank seventy dollars. Wow. Yeah, for blank CDs that's for a pack crazy. of ten. That's crazy. It was a pack wow. of ten CDs. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's crazy. CD burners were like five hundred dollars yeah. back then. Oh, I paid twenty three hundred. Oh my god! It was a standalone. It wasn't <laughs> oh, okay. hooked to a computer. It was basically a standalone. Right. Wow. So yeah. So with the standalone, how did that work? Like how when you first got that, and you would have to operate it. How was the process? I basically would just plug it into my mixer. So mm. whatever I was DJing, mixing, it would, you know, I recorded, put it. Okay. On CD. Got mm. you. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Right. So it was like. 
technology has emerged so much and now it's like you could just you know but look at it now we <laughs> hey, got our kids gotta teach right. us some stuff like yeah. it's just going really really fast right. and it's crazy yeah and I wanna talk about that later too cause I got a little cousin that's off the hook with this music <laughs> oh, okay but, yeah. but another yeah. speaking of emerged I am pissed because yesterday I drove around and I didn't get no gas. I kept saying 298, 291. I got gas for 287. See, look at that. Where? This morning? Uh-huh. Shit, all I kept saying was 317, 319. Oh, dang, you oh, went up that money. money. Woo. Wow. Woo. Mm. Oh, I lucked out then, because I was about to say When I got gas, I was wondering, like, is this a cheap price now, or is yeah. this expensive? Because you some, just don't know anymore. I got like, some for 250, but you know I had my Kroger points. I didn't even, it was 317. I didn't use my Kroger points on them. I just put enough in yeah. Well, speaking of driving, you just put enough in. Speaking of driving, let's get into the weather and traffic. <laughs> what that weather doing? The weather's looking pretty good. It's 63 degrees currently, and the sun is already out. It's beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful day. We're going to get to a high of 77, and then the rest of the week is going to be beautiful in the high 80s, all mm. sunny and cloud. Um, you know, partly cloudy. Mostly sunny, but it's going to be a beautiful week and a beautiful weekend. So next week, we're going to get a lot of rain again, Monday through Wednesday. But for now, and the rest of the week, through the weekend, we're going to have a great weather. So, so enjoy that sun, guys. Enjoy the sun, but be safe. Be mm-hmm. safe because we tend to see more accidents, I feel like, when it's nice out. So don't be crazy out there on the roads, you know. That sun be blinding. Put your stunner shades on. Yeah, yeah put your see. stunner shades on. You know, I had mine on That's this morning. I, was <laughs> I forgot mine. I don't know where. Yeah. I think I put them in the house. I had mine on this. They morning. locked up in the case. Um, yeah, I don't have a case. Yes, for my you do. <laughs> he got them in like this, and when he opened, he went, oh. <laughs> "Activated, Mister Four One Nine Grind." Stop oh it! My God. I'm done. <laughs> I activated. Oh my God! Thank you, Ray. I can't wait till uh, 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 I can't wait till uh, affirmation time. <laughs> oh gosh, I would love that sound effect though. Oh, like the angels. Oh, you want that for uh, affirmation time? If you can find it, that would be it, sweet. Yeah. I, that could be during his intro, and then. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to work on that. <laughs> um, anyway, on my drive-in, it was pretty clear. I didn't see any accidents. Actually, I'm lying. I did see an accident. Mm. Um, but it's probably cleared up by now. But it was over there on Secor and Door Street. There was two cars that had hit. Um, and Because you can do U-turns right there. You know how now they have all the oh, islands Secor, in the Door. middle of Door Street now by UT? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can do U- uh, U-turns oh, yeah. in certain spaces. And in the place where you can do a U-turn, it looks like someone tried to do a U-turn and someone else was coming. And- uh, oh. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, Be careful. Yeah. So it was closed. It was kind of like blocked off right there um, on door and secor so um you know just be careful if you're over there um and then i that could be a dangerous intersection sometimes Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. and then i took a ride out towards perrysburg so if you have to go out to perrysburg it's better to take 475 instead of 75 south because the first time i drove out there i took 75 south and all that construction out there like we always say is like really bad the lanes are really narrow there's a lot of um there's only two lanes and there's a lot of orange barrels it's just it's a lot it's a mess out there but if you take 475 you get there in the same amount of time and it's much more it's a much more clear drive you so. do not drive this morning yeah oh, well I, I drove on 475 today that's oh. what I'm saying the other day I drove on 75 oh, okay. I went to the same place but I oh. took two different oh, okay. routes to see which you know would be faster, and 475 was a much better drive. So. Okay. Yeah, girl, so if you have enough. to drive out Perrysburg, you know I would suggest to take 475. And that's your weather and traffic. Great job. Thank Great you. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all waiting on me? 
right. So we got training topics today? Of course. Mm. 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 It's trending topics in Toledo on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. Good morning, grinders. Who we got on the line? Who we got? We got Jer- I see some new names. Let Jeremiah Whiteside. Hey. Hey, Miss Carter. We got Jason Coleman. Hey, Miss Carter. Hey, Christina Siege. Myra McKnight. What's up? JB. Roger Young. Cynthia Liggins. Hey, Tony. Cashmere. Andrea Marie. Good morning, everybody. Hey, girl. Rodney Carter. Hey. Uh, Cuba. All of y'all. I don't want to mess up his last name, but I see y'all this morning. I see y'all. Good morning, everybody. No bars today? All right. Oh, because keep sitting right here. Oh, no. I should have shouted out. But I was seeing these names that I hadn't seen before, and I just wanted to shout them out. Oh. Oh, I missed my opportunity to show out. It's okay. You got to go back and watch the previous show. We can always. I will. Oh, run it back? We can always run it back. Or just a different beat. Turn it back. What I'm rocking on my shirt. Oh. Diamonds bling bling, and you notice on my shirt. Hey, you know I come through, never gotta rehearse. My rhymes peak on beat, yeah, you get hurt. Hey, shirt come through with the diamond, uh. And you ain't even know, yeah, I'm shining, uh. Uh-oh. Keep success here on the ones and twos, uh. Good morning, grinders, what's up? What it do? Ooh, Lynn, hey. take it over, come over with the reps. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Let me get on the mic. Okay. I gotta get the beat right. Oh. I'm feeling real good. Mm. I got on a new tee. Okay. I got it from my boy mm. to Sony. Oh. It says self-made. What? Because that's what I am. Okay. I am a G. Mm. And I get paid. Hey. I don't lane. Uh. Wait, hold on. I dropped it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Let me it bring it back. Bring it back. I got DJ. Key success watching. Mm. And mm. I can't drop it. Mm. Hey, I don't stop it. Mm. Gotta keep them watching. Uh. Stop, lock, and drop it. Uh. Pop, lock, and drop it. Uh. Rock it. Uh. Rock it. Take Rock it. it back and stop it. Because uh. this uh. shit ain't hot. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I was about Boom to add some scratches to that. Oh, 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 yes. So we are here, like we said, with DJ Key Success. Yes. Man, and we are about to do our training topic. So it's a lot going on in the headlines. We was talking to you about it, you know. You yeah, like, y'all was trying on. to hip me to the new stuff. Right. He was like, I don't even know. I'm like, let me find it. Okay, so So we were talking about the rapper 42 Doug. Uh for I mean, you know, many people might not know who he is because we kind of were still just trying to figure out who he is. Can somebody put one of his songs in the comments? Yeah, we don't know what song he has, but I do know that he is an artist under Yo Gotti because I heard um I was listening to the Breakfast Club when um shout out to the Breakfast Club. I was listening to Breakfast Club when he was on there um for his interview and he yeah, was on there with Yo Gotti mm-hmm. and he's under Yo Gotti's label and he's a younger guy and he's just coming out and um you know he's 
probably well known in his city and stuff like that. I think he's from Memphis as well. Yep. And um, so he's probably well known in Memphis, but he's just now kind of up and coming with every, you know, the industry. Well, mm. either way, anyway, so that's the little background on 42 Doug. So he was the young guy that was seen in the video on live with his son, and he was like um, passionately kissing his neck. And, um, yeah. Mm. And so, um, Basically, you know, obviously the internet went crazy and a lot of people were like, you know, you know, mm. it was a little strange. It was a little odd. Um, me personally. Yeah, I was like, well, what is going on here? Like, that was something I didn't really want to see. And, and you yeah, can't you really can't unsee it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. it was a bit strange. And I just. I don't know. What was his response to the reaction? So his response to the reaction was basically like, um, F all of y'all. Like, of this course. Is, uh, he came out and basically attacked the gay community and said, you know, um, F all of y'all. Because then when people be saying other stuff, then when they y'all, y'all say we homophobic, he was just saying like, basically, F y'all, F y'all, F the gay people. But I don't think it was necessarily the gay yeah. people right. that, or that's the gay like, community say, that had that's anything not the to problem. say. That, was, problem. that wasn't problem. the problem. The problem was that it looked real pedophilic for you. you <laughs> so it was just not. That was very inappropriate. It just wasn't a good look. I, I just yeah. I don't kiss my child like that. And I'm not a I don't girl know. or a boy. Yeah, it don't girl matter or what boy. the sex of you. Don't and put your it doesn't really your matter child. what the yeah. sex of mm. your kid is. It didn't have anything to do with being gay. So he came out and attacked the gay community. And so then um, now the gay community, you know, they already the, in an uproar with the baby. They so are ready to fight. They already. They ready. They already on attack mode with the baby like she said they already that had to come for the baby and got him canceled so now you know everybody came for him and now he's apologizing saying you know he didn't mean to offend the gay community but he was just really upset this is exactly why he doesn't post his family he's like you know I was trying to give that my ain't fans ain't got nothing to do with why you don't post he your said family. I was trying to give my fans you know something personal and private what? and then yeah. basically that's your private your personal life keep it that way no 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 i don't i don't think it needs to be kept private i think it needs to be involved and uh somebody you know what i was wondering investigate that situation i wonder if the baby mama would make a um statement yeah, oh, that would be interesting. interesting. I wonder so, what she thinks. Yeah, that is. Is that's it something that's on the right? Wait a minute, but but is it something that's normalized in in his immediate family? That's I what mean, I'm saying. I wonder maybe if somebody's going to say something. Maybe, right. I don't know. Maybe it is normalized still, in his family. I don't let's know. Let's not normalize that. <laughs> 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 right. Let's not normalize licking our children. <laughs> let the dogs do that. If you want to let right, the dogs yeah. lick the yeah. kids, that's what animals do. I don't know. That's what animals do. It's an interesting thing. So you know, like we said, speaking of the baby, he. He's also come out, you know, issuing an apology now, yeah. another apology because he came out first with like a sort of apology and it really wasn't an apology, but it was kind of an apology. He's and now, getting now he yeah. sees those, uh, they're getting canceled. Hey, he's getting canceled. You know, things are getting canceled one by one appearances, endorsements. Um, you know, people are not rocking with the baby They're You know, they, a lot of these big corporations and these big, you know, conglomerates, they look at that. Um, you know, gay slurs and all of those sort of things. 
it's the same thing as racial slurs. So if you can't sit up here and say, you know, Black Lives Matter and then go running out, you know, attacking the gay community. And that's just how a lot of these big corporations feel. If you're going to, you know, like so. If you want equal day, rights, you want it from everybody. If you want equal yeah. rights, you mm-hmm. want it for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you want equality, that means it goes all the way across the board for everybody. So they're getting canceled. He's getting canceled mm-hmm. left and right. And um, now he's issued an apology saying that he's sorry. He did not mean to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, you know. When you're on a certain platform, sometimes it's best to keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Do like Chris so Brown said, a- perform and get the F off the stage. So, and so what do you guys think about his apology? Like, what do you, do you feel like he should be forgiven? Do you feel like, um. Everyone deserves a second chance. I feel like it. But is it genuine? Right. Like, is his, is his apology genuine? Is it something that he really means? Like- or, wait a minute, is, or is he sorry because he started losing money? That's the only reason why. Yeah. You know that's the only it's reason obvious. why. I mean, I see, well, he's not going to get canceled completely off the face of her. Right, bus. right. He got to do some charity work. Definitely. Yeah. He got to yeah, yeah. spend some time And he probably was like, damn, I should have gave them kids mm-hmm. more than that $2. Right. Like, yeah, first you did the headlines like crazy. Yeah, like, like you, crazy. first you, you you basically, like, you know, he did what he, he did with the kids. on everybody. You know what I'm saying? Then you then you come out making all these sort of comments. Uh, Little Nas X and the Baby uh, collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, just because of this, what a charity just event. Of, just because of a charity this, event. They probably about to drop oh, the song. Gonna, they're they're gonna, the hottest song together. of next year. They have a single together. And who they, again? The Baby and, and Little Nas X, yeah. and he just gonna be twirling around in the probably band. Like, probably about to hug him and everything. Right? He gonna let him twirl. He gonna let him twerk. He gonna be twirling around, twirling around, twirling and twerking. Lil Nas X. I mean, <sighs> he probably gonna put his little fake boobs on for that one. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh no. my goodness, honey! Wow. So what else y'all got? Amen. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, uh, Good morning, men, men, speaking of men with boobs, what did uh, <laughs> China? What did China say? Uh, oh, China, oh, yeah. Black China. Black China. Is, uh, I lost the story, but I, the, that's all. No, no, because my phone updates stupid. <laughs> But if y'all know, Black China has been accusing Tiger of enjoying trans women. Mm-hmm. And I guess she was trying to blast him for that, but it backfired on her. And the trans community is at her like, well, what, what the hell is wrong with it? But what is he enjoying, though? That's what I was confused with. I mean, like, he, enjoying so seeing him do drag? Or? Well, she's saying that probably he... Not. He messes he with trans, messes yeah. with trans oh, women. Okay. Yeah, he, you know. And she's basically trying to blast him and and, and basically, and now they're you know, coming back. They're, she's trying to blast him and now they're coming back at her like, oh, well, so what's wrong with it? What well, did you say? Because we women out here. So we supposed to stick together. <laughs> we <laughs> supposed to be queen thing. Queen. We supposed to be doing queen, queen things. things. You got queen so dinglings too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no queen dinglings. I know you don't. We, 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 we pretending we them. We sisters silly. out here. <laughs> but no, no, no. And she, they were saying more that... Um, a lot of a lot of trans women were saying like yeah. you, you're making it unsafe for us out here. You're making it still a danger because a lot of men that mess with trans women end up going crazy and killing them or something. Like it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So they they said that they, you ain't making it no better for and us. You're, you're, and you're making a joke right. out of us, basically. Right. You're, you're making us. You're, you're, you're making us out to be a joke. Basically, right. it's how they feel, and we're not a joke. It's how they feel. That's she, crazy. That, that comes her trying That's to hit on somebody else. So. Yep. Um, I want to go to the comments for a second. First of all, one of our loyal listeners, Dewan uh, Dewan Battle, his uh, daughter, beautiful Taylor Rose, is 17 today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday, beautiful. Hey. And then shout out to Michael Brown um, on our live. He says, what do y'all think about Lil Nas X and his antics? 
That's a good question because, you know, that is something else, a question to be raised, right? Because, okay, a lot of people get canceled. Like, you you know, the baby's getting canceled. Mm-hmm. They, they, they get mad at these people for, you know, for having their opinions about, right. you know, whatever they feel. Like, at the end of the day, these are their opinions, right? Okay. But then you have people like um, Little Nas X who comes out and he's kind of taunting with it. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, feel it's like, 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 I feel like the difference between them is he is accepting his truth and really just trying to put it on but everybody. You know what? The, prob- the baby made it seem like to hurt people's feelings. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. Right. That's, that's, that's very true. The the problem problem. That's very true. Yeah. Very, good, very good point. The problem I have with Little Nas X is he's doing videos with nothing on, right? And if a woman did that with nothing on, there would be a huge problem. But they do it, though. I know. Uh, and there's 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 a lot <laughs> of backlash. B, when when, come, when yeah, they did WAP, when they came out with WAP, they licking tongues and stuff. When they came out with WAP, it was like all the all the church women went crazy, right? <laughs> I ain't even church woman and I ain't like it either. <laughs> I don't like saying. it. And I don't, she came out with another one. Her I remember and Harmony. Crazy right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The church fans. Who was? The church women. Yeah, they was going crazy in the comments. But I'm saying, Little Nas X, (laughs) he he flaunts it so willingly mm-hmm. and puts it out in the open I mean but you know what too is it know, appropriate for, for little boys or little girls to see that I don't think mm-hmm. none of it is appropriate well, it's right. just that the baby was malicious with his and little now yeah. is just trying to force it too much I don't agree yeah. with either one of yeah. them okay. but okay. Yeah. yeah yeah just the way that and he's then, doing and it and then I think with Lil Nas X too just in, in all fairness like if you go back to like when he first came out and when he was like he wasn't so like he, he wasn't, wasn't all. doing all of that no. so maybe it's because of the the fact it's like okay y'all want to keep messing with me you want to keep like trying to like he you know shit on me whatever y'all want to play oh okay we're gonna play he just wanted you know? to ride down the old town road so, but he yeah he, he you know, he was the just, and the difference between them is the, the community backing him so they're not gonna yep. cancel him mm-hmm. they trying no, to cancel the, the baby they not gonna cancel him the community is definitely gonna stay behind him and be like yes we gonna live our truth they sticking beside him the safest thing I probably could say in these situations is I wasn't raised like that I wasn't either. That's why I said I don't agree with either yeah. one of them, but it's just the difference between the baby who was trying to come for people that's mm-hmm. like that and Lil Nas X is trying to force it on people. Like, yeah. Mike says he feels like uh, he's Lil Nas X switched up. Like, he came out one way, got the attention, and then rallied. But did that's he ever true. come out looking regular, though? I always thought that. Um, even his old videos, um, he was always. I never even really like paid that. attention to he who he was. He's more flamboyant until, now. Yeah. He was always not. I never really paid right. attention to him until he came out. And, like, and like it was like that big story. And then I was like, oh, let me go search, research this dude. And, and I went and looked. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he does. He looks gay. Like, yeah. I mean, that was yeah. never really a question. question. That was one of, the, one of the problems that the country uh, music people had with him. <laughs> it was not just because he was black, it was because he was. Basically flaunting mm-hmm. his his uh, homosexuality, and you know country music is a very you know how that yeah. Is. yeah but it's like you know they won't came Michelle singing also in fairness yeah. of him it's like you know who who's to say what flaunting is maybe this just like he said is him. him living yeah, his truth like what she was let him say. live his truth well about that country thing you see that he never made another country song yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. I mean so it kind of pushed him out the door yeah but the thing is is a it's a bigger picture to it all. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, you might look at Lil Nas X like he's doing something, but it's a corporate entity that's letting him yeah. do that's it. That's what yeah. I said, the yeah. community yeah. back. And so you got to think for that one person that's like that, he just projected that image to millions of kids or whoever mm-hmm. for that to be accepted or yeah. think that's cool, but they use somebody like him yep. mm-hmm. to do it with yeah. 
And so it's acceptable now. You can't go against him because if you do, yeah. this right. council culture or whatever it is, you know, is going to yeah. mess with you, which is messed up. It is. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's messed like, up that you can't voice your own opinions. Because if, yeah. they, if they letting all this go on like this, I think back in the day, what, it was a couple years back, Nas had an album he wanted to say, uh, uh, nigga. Mm-hmm. They should let him have his album. That was going to be the name of the yeah, title right. of the uh, album, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, they letting all of it go now. Bring it back now. Yeah, because I mean. Oh, we agree. Yeah. Everything is so sensitive. I mean, it is. Yeah. Literally everything. Everything. And again, I want to ask you too, Keith, like with seeing, because you've been in the game so long and you've seen how even just with technology, how that's evolved, to see how accepting you know this this has become even in music because rappers were never talking about this artists were never really talking about this how different is it for you to see even this now you know well the thing is is that which whatever kind of group genre of the rap it is most people grab onto the negative aspect of mm-hmm. it so I'm gonna back up a little bit like when NWA first came out they was really saying something if you listen to it. It was mm-hmm. stuff they wasn't going to be dealing with no more, stuff they was fed up with. Yeah. But people looked at the image of them and took the dress and all of that and the fuck you attitude, but it wasn't for the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like fuck everything else, but you wasn't really saying fuck, you know, right. racism, fuck the police. I mean, that was some real shit. Right. But now it turned into more like it's common. It's every day. Mm-hmm. So you, you desensitize to, you know, just think it's normal mm-hmm. when it ain't normal. Mm-hmm. Right? You know? Yeah. So even taking this, for instance, like the word bitch. Okay. So if you was to be called that 30 years ago, you would be offended. Okay. So when Too Short came out and used it over and over, it turned into a way where it was like, Accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I was a woman, I wouldn't have been offended because they say I'm not that. But see, at first it was a bitch that was no good, somebody that wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. But then they justified it by flipping it. So if I got Trina saying I'm the baddest bitch, oh, it's right. okay. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm 50 and 60 and I'm playing blow the whistle, what's my favorite word? You cut it off and you got 50 and 60 year old women saying it. Oh, it's okay to say it then. But if I'm in an argument with you and call you that, then it's a problem. Or they can call each other that back and forth. Exactly. She just called you. So it's the same way with the word nigga. If I call you nigga, call you nigga, it's cool. Mm -hmm. But if a white person call you that, then you up and off. So the thing is, where you gonna draw the line to say this shit ain't right at all right. or if I'm a nigga the white person can say it too Man, and it be accepted cause you gotta you gotta think about this too <laughs> so say like DMX right when he was out a lot of this shit nigga 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 so if I'm a white dude driving in my car listening to DMX am I not gonna say it <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm getting enjoyment right. saying you nigga because I'm buying right. that shit and I can right. say nigga right. I just can't say it around now but I can say it right. so you know you can't go and I and I ain't trying to come on here like I'm preaching, but no, it's just, no, you better, it's just, you better, you better it's just come a, preach. A evolution of stuff that I've seen that, like I'm on the outside looking in, right. so I'm never gonna be a part of it. Even when I was coming up DJing, it was like I served the scene from afar. So 
the whole thing is I've seen the evolution of shit getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. And be honest, I kept true to it. Because like say like when NWA Dope Man came out. Dope, I ain't play Dope Man. I played some other songs from him, but I didn't play that because I already knew what it was. Right, right. right. It glorified it, mm-hmm. right. but then it made it normal. Yeah. And another thing right quick, too. When this gang shit start coming out, I'm going to tell you like this. When the movie's color came out, when that movie came out, I had friends. We was cool. The next week, they was Bloods and Crips and shit. Wow. So it wasn't no somebody came here from L.A. and started this. It was a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a fire. That started that. So now, you even got to think about all of this. If I was born in 90, 91, 92, that's all you didn't, you've been hearing mm. is Blood Cryptid. So you're right, going right. to think it's normal. That's normal for hip-hop music, mm-hmm. yeah. You A lot of this shit you're going to think is normal. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same way when everybody be talking shit about why the kids killing each other, why this, that. But if I'm two, three, four years old and my mom and daddy is blasting this, this, that hmm. in my ear and... They think you aren't, you know, you ain't even paying no attention, but it's sinking in. So you got five, six, seven year olds thinking that this shit is normal. Mm -hmm. So when they get 14, 15, they don't know it's bad. They just heard Draco. I got to get this. I got to get that. The girl's like, I got to shake this now. I got to get his money. I got to get all that. Not knowing that what you're doing basically is fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. Nobody's telling you that. Because it's so glorified. And then mm-hmm. with each generation, it's more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like when I came up, you know, they tried to, like Richard Pryor records and shit, like when my daddy and them were playing, they would try to get you to go out the house. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you would sneak. <laughs> right. So you kind of would pick up on what they was talking about. So each generation, it became more acceptable to be accepted. Like, oh, I don't care if I cuss in front of my kids, but they can't do it. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into... I don't care if they cuss in front because they just voicing their opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, so which each generation, yeah. the lines get more fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, worse but then you got the other side of it, like what y'all saying is cancel culture, that you can't say one thing that would be some way positive, but the way you say it is going to offend somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, keeping it real. And, and it's me talking, so anybody got a problem with it, Mm. It ain't got nothing to do with y'all. This yeah, me, right? If if we're to the gay community, if your mom and daddy was gay, you wouldn't be here. That's some deep shit. It is deep. And on top of that, if you pushing this culture, where your reproduction gonna come at? Really? What you gonna do? Adopt a kid, have them grow up like that too. So then their culture is canceled. So you canceling yourself while you bullshitting. Mm. Cancel black on black crime. Cancel that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be all this old petty old bullshit. Right. Cancel some the, real the, shit. The, and you know what's matters. so funny? Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Ray Armstrong. He basically said the same kind of said the same thing. He said you can get canceled for saying something undesirable about the LGBT community quicker than you can get, quicker than you can for killing a black person. Damn near. Exactly. That's crazy. It is. It's it's. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, that is a, that is a sad, hard truth. So, mm-hmm. People be looking at me kind of crazy, but I'll be out. I would call it outside the matrix because I was hip to this shit when I was 10, 11. Before I even started DJing, I knew the effects of negative music. So when it, when it was coming on, I kind of was backing away. So people would look at me 
It's like, oh, you just an old DJ or that. No, motherfucker, I just don't want to poison my community right, right, right. with this bullshit music. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't Accountability. Do, yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, that's why I don't do no high school parties, no graduations, no young parties. It ain't got nothing to do with the kids. It's just the, the music. music. The music. Mm -hmm. I don't feel cool playing that. Even if it was the clean version, the subject matter is fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they know we'll go out to bleeps. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. That's the <laughs> It's like teaching yeah, the word. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So that's why, you know, I can't, I can't do it. Somebody else can. They might not look at it like that, but I do because, like I say, it's a difference between good and bad. And when you blurring them, yeah, the lines is crossed. What you think is bad is good, and what you think is good is bad. Yeah, it's fucked up. Mm -hmm. It is. But yeah. we always say negativity uh, glor outweighs the positivity. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they glorify more negative things than they do the positive yeah. things. But when will we as a community stop the shit? Right. Because, see, we looking for somebody else to say stop it. Yeah. That's just like this. You ain't going to never turn a racist person to be cool. Right. People think, oh, we're going to overcome one day and <laughs> white people are just automatically going to be nice and <laughs> everybody's going to get along. That shit ain't never, never going to happen. Right. 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 So the thing is, stop the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Build our own stuff. Yeah. And it ain't no diss to nobody. Right. Right. It's just it's true. Been fucked up for yeah. so long That's the truth. that you don't realize you fucked up. Right. Right. People will believe a dream. Like You'll be talking to a cat saying that same thing. You just said, they'll be like, man, shut up. I'm watching here that, man. That's what them the ones you can't say. Them the ones you can't fuck with. Because some people, this is this. The younger you are, the more acceptable you are for knowledge. Yep. Okay. The older you get, you come in certain ways to how you was growing up to believe mm -hmm. that how you grew up was the right way you wow. grew up. Like, I'm cool, so right. mm -hmm. what I do with my kids, mm -hmm. you know, they gonna grow up to be cool too. But the thing is, is that the fucked up traits that we pick up, we think they cool. Just like, like I said, like the evolution of how you talk to your kids. Some parents back in the day would talk shit to their kids like clean that shit up before I break your neck or this, this, that, and the mm -hmm. other. Yeah. Some some parents would do it with humor. And so when they grew up, they would say the same thing to their kids and it would sound humorous like it ain't no thing. Yeah. But your previous parent meant that shit. Like clean that right, shit up before right. I break your neck. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. It wasn't no joke. Right. right. So now you even got it flipped to where parents, I ain't gonna say ain't being parents like that, but we you not know, being taken serious. Up, Our like, kids don't take us serious. Like, for instance, when I grew up, it wasn't what you want to eat. It was like, this is what we cooking. Right, you ain't yeah. eating this shit. You ain't eating. Yeah. Yeah. Now you right. got the kid. You know, what y'all want to eat to a six, seven-year-old? I just right. asked my kids. Like, what the fuck? Every day. No, mama. Right. We going here to eat. You eating it. You don't like it. But that's how you shape the actual things. Because now you telling somebody something that don't really know what an opinion is to have. Right. So yeah, I'm going to keep eating fucked up shit. Right. Because Nuggets. you keep giving me the option to do right, it. Nuggets, right. Fries. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'm saying it go a little deeper, but you say but like what you said, the more you would say something, some of us ain't trying to hear it. Yeah. Which is cool because like I say it ain't for everybody, but people want knowledge. Just yeah. like when I was coming up, when they had your public enemies and carrots ones, we were seeking knowledge. Only thing was fucked up with that, and a lot of people get this twisted. A lot of them start making whack music. That's why we lost interest in the culture. And when corporate seen that you could kill people, you could do way more with the music negatively for them mm -hmm. to profit. That's what they pushed. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, while you think that the latest 
well, whoever. It could be 42 Doug, Money Bag, yo, whoever it is. Whatever they talking about is cool to do. But behind the scenes, this is what's going on. You got corporate radio like iHeart pushing this shit, letting you think it's cool. Why don't you think about this? Y'all hear any white artists talking about killing each other? Nope. Y'all hear any Mexicans on it? Think nope. about, I'm on my vatos and I'm about to go down the street and shoot some of my... Never. Y'all yo, hear none never, of this shit. Never. <laughs> And no, it's so deep. Think about it. It's so deep. That's women. That's it. Women and money. Right. So think about this. It's so deep that if somebody black, what they did with the Asian or whatever, and they hurried up and passed the law, how come niggas can't get together and be like, we ain't standing up for this shit no more? Right. Pass the law, do this and that. But you got so many disfragmented sectors of the black community, yep. it's hard to get everybody on one accord. So that's what's fucked up. And it's really fucked up now because of social media. Mm -hmm. Think about this. I don't know if y'all seen any pictures of, you know, like Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King on the March on Washington. And they had all these people at the Capitol. Man, how did that shit happen? <laughs> it wasn't no social media. It wasn't no, you know what I'm saying? But all these people came right. together for one thing. Mm -hmm. Now motherfuckers got mass communication yeah. where I could talk to all of us at once. We but, can't get right. 10 people together. Who, now, right. think about that's Who put you in charge? Shit. Who that's put you in charge? That's the main thing. Right. Yep. That's yep. all it is. Why well, I listen to you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, Instead I got of, my own thing. Right. right. <laughs> and so that's that's why it would seem like none of this stuff would ever come together, which is fucked up. But if it is a way where people could wake up and be like, you know, um, they could see they could see the fuckery because going back to what I was saying when you got iHeartRadio you got these prisons they all coincide with each other so you got these rappers that come out influencing the generation that all of this shit that y'all doing is cool to do iHeart letting y'all get away with it so what's happening is that on the inside, outside of all of this, you got people that's getting killed from the music. The ones that's getting killed is going to jail, and now they turn into cheap labor. I'm giving you six dollars mm. a month to make me some motherfucking shoes for my homeboy who started a company, but my uncle is related to the motherfucker that's over at iHeart, and we letting all these niggas go do what they do because we letting them be themselves. We don't have to. We, they on autopilot now. They can kill themselves, and we can stand back. And it's all glorified and it's wrong if you say something about it because you going against the grain and shit. And then they let them make music in jail too. Exactly. But how many times have y'all said to yourself, it's a whole bunch of good music out there, but we don't hear it. Or like you got to go on the internet and hear some sweet shit that ain't never going to come to the radio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's because of that. If you you really not talking about this, that, and the other, and then what's right. bad is that what I mean by autopilot, if I'm a rapper and I'm trying to get on it and all I see is my niggas waving guns and all of this shit, I'm going to think it's normal and I'm going to think that's how I got to get on. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to think, man, this is fucked up, so I'm going to write about it and make a sweet-ass beat behind it mm -hmm. to make a motherfucker bounce. But yeah, I'm saying some positive shit. But every time you hear a beat, it's... You know, you like to be that first, but mm -hmm. then you get into the lyrics and It'd shit. It be the beat that gets you. Right. And you desensitize. Yep. Draco this. My niggas pop. My niggas this, that. While your four and five-year-old in the back mm. absorbing all this. And my thing is this. Don't believe this shit ain't real. Because I would bring my little cousin into this on another life. This dude is like a multi-instrumentalist. 
and he only 10. Mm. He was four when he started playing uh, organ. Four. Wow. Now this motherfucker can play everything. Mm. He only 10. So I'm saying that to say, don't never think that your kids ain't listening, ain't paying attention. And if you're not paying attention yourself, you setting them up. So then... When they get out here fucking around with the guns or they get killed and they, oh, my baby, this, that. Where the fuck was you at before that? Right. What was you doing with them before that? Or you just like, oh, they grown now or they can get out the house and go around because they 15, 16 year old now and I'm going to let them go. Yeah. But all the education they done had for the last 10 years been negative, but we don't know that. Psychologically, it's like, oh, the latest money bag, yo, that shit hot, that shit, this, that. Oh, that shit is poison. Mm. You know, you know. Mm. Another thing with this music, um, and people might not want to hear, but you know, a lot of girls with dogs and dudes talking about some dudes messing around on the download. But all the music say, "My niggas, I got love for my." They niggas. make it no acceptable. Videos. It's just a bunch of dudes with guns. And they, I mean, you know. And that's the whole thing. Like I'm gonna tell you, like when I say I've been watching it, I could pinpoint shit to where shit would change. Like for instance, it was a. Uh, was it Young Jack? Or it was either Young Jack or one of, I forgot, one, one of the artists. But he said a line and then he was like, my girl got a girlfriend. Oh, so right uh, then and there, uh, it was, was a sweet line Jack to say, mm-hmm. but no, people that was, took no, that, that was literally. Back in the day. That was, that was uh, scrap, uh, was it So right then and there, it took two ways. It looked at it like, damn, that was a sweet line. But then it took to a culture. So I swear to you, less than a month, I started seeing girls with girls, and it was cool because some rapper said it was cool. You know? Yeah, mm. man, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and this is DJ and, and the thing is, I ain't saying it's right or wrong, but what I'm saying is how they spread the influence to right, everybody right, right, right. and unknowingly you think you censoring shit but you really not mm-hmm. and instead of stopping the shit we thinking like I said somebody gonna come along with some positive diss or something you know this big ass thing is gonna happen where we all be transformed into positiveness and the only way it's gonna happen is if you stop this shit you just gotta you're stop you're not gonna be cool if you stop it the thing is you gotta create see this is the thing whatever we create they going to have to market and promote because they have to live. Mm-hmm. See, you see, this is the thing. If the younger generation wasn't affected by none of this negativity and they started making some sweet ass music, like where you really Based think on their real mm-hmm. life or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. The thing is, is that what we think the corporate like iHeart and all these companies going through they have to fall in line because yeah, yeah. right now they living off of you because they living off of your death they living mm-hmm. exactly whatever yeah. we create we lead mm-hmm. it just so happens that they come in and flaunt some money around you and then take it from you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so instead of that I mean like I said it has to be like a big front because right now what they scared of is you understanding your age of independence just like what mm-hmm. y'all doing right now you got your own shit can't yeah. nobody tell you nothing right. how to do it how to run it nothing mm-hmm. so it's the same way on another level if I wanted to make an album back in the day I had to go to the studio spend some money get them pressed up try to sell them 
when in hopes or even before that part it was before that we would have to send our tape to record labels and hope a record label would pick it up and sign you which was one in a million back then okay so even back then once that happened if you didn't know your business they would take your publishing from you all of this kind of shit right so now we in the age of independence you don't gotta go to studio. You can record your shit right there. Mm-hmm. You got direct access to all your fans to where if you selling something or if you marketing yourself, which I can get on that later with a bunch of these rappers. It's like if you doing your shit the right way, you gonna make your own money. Your money coming straight to you. Right. You ain't gotta deal with no corporate people. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these cats is starting to realize that, but at the same time, you gotta implement it for real. But a lot of motherfuckers get frustrated because Oh man, I'm in Toledo, but I I can't get out or this that. This shit's so simple, and I'm gonna give you some game right quick. And I'll, hold on, before you do, go ahead. Go ahead. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, oh, it's right. Right. no, 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 Hello world, I'm Quentin Riley, CEO and founder of Legendary Carpet Care Plus. The services we provide are professional carpet, tile, and upholstery cleaning, both for residential and commercial. We show up on time, we get the job done, we're certified at what we do, and our customers rave about us. We're legendary. And if you don't believe me, check this out. Hi, my name is Susan Brown, and I am the owner of the Doris Brown Fitness and Learning Academy. I've been using Legendary Carpet Care for about three years now, and I'm very, very, very pleased with it. Sanitation should be important to everyone, but it's mostly important to me because I want my children to come into a safe and clean environment. And Legendary Carpet Care provides that for me. I would personally recommend Legendary Carpet Care to other businesses because he's fair with his prices, he's he's an on-time person, he never lets you down, and just look at my place. It's just clean all the time, and and I use it like every three or four months. If you're interested in getting your home or business sanitized, visit our website at legendarycarpetcare.com or click the link associated to this video. We look forward to serving you.
probably won't leave until the thing ends. But in the meantime and in between time, if you work your thing, then I work mine. We came here together so we could have fun. Me and you, baby, going one-on-one. Now this is the last chance for us to get off. So either get loose or you ought to get lost. Cause I'm just about ready to do my thing. Cause I'm a Stone Cold New York rap machine. I'ma give you what I got, and baby, that's plenty. And never has one man rock so many. I'ma make you wet, it makes you sweat. Just to see how funky you can get. Now when I'm on the mic, I do serve well. And I go by the name of the rapper Jalil. Now sit back, relax, put on your headgear You're ready for a trip through the atmosphere Gonna take you for a ride through the twilight zone I don't need a spaceship, I use my microphone So hold on tight with all your mic Cause I'll be rocking like this for the rest of the night It's Jalil, y'all, your master rapper And when I'm on the mic, it's a sheer disaster Cause MCs crumble when we rumble Some think I'm soft just because I'm humble So all you MCs, I hope you're real good listeners Cause in this battle, I'm taking no prison I'm slaying MCs right on the spot Cause I'm the master of the rap, the doctor of the rap The jack of all trades, the master of one And the thing I master is all having fun We got three minutes left to rock this funk To separate the good stuff from the junk So get in the groove and feel the sound And once you're inside, spread yourself around From the bottom to the top, the top to the bottom Come on, man, get funky while we got it number one voted podcast the rising right morning show and we are here with the legendary dj keith success and yeah um he yeah he was dropping hey, i'm sorry because we ain't talking about nothing gems. about dj we gave you your whole show because we knew we needed it we wanted the whole two hours with you so we glad you showed up early yeah we are we're glad so uh i was asking you before we came back about he got to drop that other gym before yeah drop that first do you remember the gym no i forgot hey i ain't gonna lie I smoke too much weed sometimes. Y'all lose my train of thought. Don't forget it. Two minutes ago. He said something about the game. About the, I don't know. 
about the game. Like the rap game, I don't know. You was okay. about to drop a gem about it, about the rap game. Oh, so basically, I think what I was saying as far as being independent now. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, if everybody was to realize that you are in control of the industry, you really are control of the industry. Especially now with social media. Right. They don't have no... No uh, alternative but to promote the positive. If you start promoting the positive, because they living off of you, they ain't gonna stop living off of you. Oh, the white corporations ain't never gonna say, "Okay, we're done promoting advertising, letting these black people kill themselves right. legally." <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, you know, like I said, that's just never gonna happen. So when you take the ball in your own court and like I say, it'll be some people who be thinking going against the nigga, man, I'm, I'm, nigga, on my mama, this, this, that, and the other. Now, like I say, it's a lack of education of why they even talk like that and think like that. Wow. And people will be thinking, man, it's hard to get through to somebody who got that macho nigga. You can't fuck with me. I ain't trying to hear nothing you say. Them the ones you can't fuck with. I mean, you can't fuck with everybody. It's just simple as that. But the right. ones that's listening and that's paying attention, that get it, and if they musicians, if they rappers, y'all, man, y'all can say the same, some sweet ass shit, some knowledge over them same beats, and what will happen is gonna be a big ass movement, and then the corporate ain't got no choice but to play us because they gotta survive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, sorry, homeboy, we ain't got that many people going to jail this month. Um, you know, we're going to have to think of another way to invest our money yeah. into something. No, we can't invest in Michael Jordan no more because ain't nobody buying the shoes and getting in lines, killing themselves, or selling all this money to buy all of that bullshit. And you ain't profiting from it at all, but you're dying from it. But we're going to stop giving Michael Jordan that profit and we're going to start finding other ways to do something. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that when we wake up out of this matrix shit and realize that we the ones that really control shit, they're going to keep profiting. And this ain't got nothing to do with black and white right now. It just looked like that because we would be more the more ignorant generation. I ain't say stupid. I ain't say assholes. I said ignorant. Ignorance when you don't know. Mm-hmm. But once you get some information and you see what's going on and you know, if you don't change, man, don't be talking shit about nobody getting killed. Don't talk this black on when a policeman killed black. Don't say shit because mm. you wasn't talking that shit when somebody you know we got fifty people that done died this year right. over some dumb shit. But ain't nobody, ain't nobody rallying and and just right. coming together saying we need to stop the violence in our own. And community. that's funny because I was gonna ask you that. I was gonna also ask you that just with the emergence of everything and you seeing the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, what are your thoughughts with that? And and man, now that's you- some bullshit. <laughs> and this is all I'm gonna tell you. This is why it's some bullshit. If for every one motherfucker that get killed by the police, niggas kill twelve to fifteen times more than that every week. And y'all gonna trip because some white motherfucker that trust me, he know what he doing when he killed a motherfucker, uh, anybody black. But I tell you this, 
After the shit I heard, because I be listening to my police, police scanner. So when the white boy got killed over there on Monroe Street a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. that shit sound like a firing squad. Them motherfuckers yeah, let him have it. Yeah, yeah. So if you see that, imagine what they going to do to your black ass. You keep up here fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking up on, on, yeah. to your, on your own self. Right. Yeah. That's what they're going to say. So, right. So even going back to this. So I'm going to talk about this gang shit a little more right quick. If you find out what was the purpose for gangs initially in the first place, mm-hmm. even going back to the California, it's because they was trying to keep the white gangs out of the neighborhood. Yep. Yep. And they was also together because when they had to venture out of their neighborhood, they would feel more better together in a group. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's how all of that shit was even formed from the beginning. So once they got the white people out and stopping to fuck with them, they start fucking with each other. But well, what shit. kind of music was out there? Ain't no stopping us now. It was even before music. that. Oh, this a- was in 69, 70. So the music really wasn't influenced in that culture until it got crossed up basically in 1988. With NWA and all that? NWA and that movie, that blurred the line so everybody could be a gangbanger. Everybody could, you know, and be justified. So then if my son had it and then I got on red, I'm going to dress him up in red and shit. And everything I'm talking, this motherfucker going to pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Like and they carrying it. The carrying. So this the thing. Generation. I was there, so can't nobody tell me shit, like about the Bloods even in Toledo. And a lot of people would look up to my boy Carl Jones as being like the leader, originator, one of the originators. I was with this nigga before that even came. So what I'm saying to y'all is that this shit just popped up 30 years ago. It ain't no motherfucker embedded this that. So if you is in the game. Or you call yourself still being in one. Find out what's really real. Instead of y'all tearing up your block by the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All these cheap ass houses in y'all neighborhood that you done fucked up, buy them back. Y'all got all this money you flashing. I go to the gas station, motherfuckers pulling out these big ass knots. <laughs> what you doing with that money? Mm-hmm. You spending it right back into the economy and ain't benefiting shit from it. Mm-hmm. But if y'all buying cribs, you buying property, land, where you can make money. And renting them out, do something, and build everything up. Now you got the block. Now that's your block. Mm -hmm. And you ain't doing shit right now, but fucking it up, thinking that's your block. (sighs) I mean, some dumb shit. You just Mm -hmm. got to wake up. I mean, like, what's real? What's really real? So some white dude going to come and buy your shit, fix it up, and then charge you more rent when you could have bought the motherfucker yourself and didn't have to pay nothing but property taxes. That's make what, this shit make sense. That's what Furious Styles was telling us in uh, 88. It, but it, the same shit apply. It's the thing that each generation get more defiant to where yeah. I don't need to hear you. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck what you talking about because you old. This ain't shit got to do with age. Right. It's wisdom. Hmm. A motherfucker can have wisdom at 16, 17. Mm-hmm. But if... You don't realize your own wisdom and be like, okay, if something ain't right here. Even if you grew up into this shit, okay, why is it that this motherfucker got to kill this other motherfucker just because? Why is it every time I'm listening to a song that I'm hearing Draco, I'm hearing get this money? Like, what the fuck is you doing with the money? You, you spending it right back into somebody that don't give a fuck about you. They had this thing about Timberlands 
about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, where it, the owners admitted that they didn't even want black people to buy their mm-hmm. product. And that, a lot of designers say that, too. And these motherfuckers still, still buy them, buy them yeah. and still buy And what the tree represent on the Timberland? Don't, I don't know. But the thing that, is, though. They the tree for hanging black people. Shut up. And yeah. see, the thing yeah. is, niggas still yeah. buy yeah. these shoes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to still wear them because Tim's just. It's them motherfuckers feel different than any I could go buy a $20 motherfucking boot that feel the same way and because I ain't got Timberland on you gonna look at me funny man right. fuck y'all mm-hmm. I ain't trying to fuck with you no way right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. I'm not gonna be trying to right spend all this money on Clark's clothes to attract somebody and I ain't shit Mm-hmm. But once I got you in, we gonna fuck, we gonna do whatever, and you gonna go about your way, I'm gonna go about my way. And if you end up pregnant, I don't even know who the fuck you is, really. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was high on Perk and Molly when, yeah. I, when we got together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because I had so some don't mean I can take care of baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you That's some real shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like. My my thing is this. That's crazy. I just would want everybody <laughs> to is. wake up, you know, because like I said, I <clears throat> excuse me. I wasn't. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I wasn't coming on here to to be preaching and no, shit no, like that. No, we need you to come preach. That's but, why we brought you. Yeah, no. we do. Come do that. Oh, this is our platform I, to do that. Speak more. But I ain't no reverend or none of that shit. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm just a voice of the streets, man. Oh, thanks. I, I'm just a real person. But the thing is, I've seen a lot of stuff. When I was younger, that was forewarning, and it ain't just the music; it's lifestyles, it's, mm-hmm. it's everything that you know. And, and and then I heard this too. It was like you gonna have people that ain't paying attention, or have people that like fuck what you talking about. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. You know, that's just like that Noah shit. You know what I'm saying? He was telling everybody was going to flood. flood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm building this ark. Motherfucker, what you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people we got lost in a flood. Mm-hmm. Right. When that shit happened, it was like, man, we tried oh, to tell well, you, man. motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, we keep saying uh, about black people. But I want y'all to really think about this, okay? Really think about this. We're just going to take the last 30 years. Last 30 years. Think of how many black people that wouldn't have got killed in the last 30 years. Do you know how generated mm. of a population we would be? Because mm. them people that got killed would have had families. Mm. They would have had families. Mm. So just right. like when you thinking it's a whole bunch of niggas around, think of how much more. Mm. But they knew that. Yeah. They knew that. Yeah, we only make up 13% of the population and I would say uh, 40% of our population got killed off within the last 30 years exactly. so we would have made up at least 25% exactly it would have been way more so the thing is black people ain't gonna realize we've been in a civil war for the last 100 mm. years what you don't understand a civil war is that when you end fighting so the last 100 years niggas been killing each other but nobody's gonna tell you that's a fact after you read the book in a book and it'll say yeah it was a, a uncivil rest between the black people in America between this that <laughs> instead of being like what the fuck is we doing right realizing what the ourselves. fuck is we doing yeah. right yeah so the thing is when you wake up and be like okay we've been in some bullshit for so long how do we get out of it or what do we do mm-hmm. and it's so simple when you look to yourself and realize what's right and what's wrong like I said everybody's pimping us but us <laughs> everybody 
everybody is taking money out of our community but us Arabs gas Chinese people Harris though do y'all know how much y'all I, I ain't you shitting know. on nobody <laughs> no but I'm that's, not, why, that's, real. that's why I said on nobody though, but I this know. is all I'm saying a lot of women are beautiful in your natural state so the whole thing about it is is that when you spending all this money on every other culture and then the man ain't seeing you in your real state so when I wake up next to you that hair ain't there the eyelashes ain't there that's who I want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see all of this other shit that you got to take off because not saying it might not make you look beautiful or nothing, but that $200 you spent, we could have been doing some investing. We could have been doing something where, you know, if I saved up that amount of money for a year, what could I do with it? You know, people don't think about investing, but you got to invest something to keep money going. It's all about residual income. You know, whatever you could do. That's just like we taking this, for instance. Y'all do y'all sponsors, right? If y'all have 40 sponsors mm-hmm. putting in $400. Oh, that would be na- that, that would be But wonderful. you know what I'm saying? They're going to blow that at the club on just liquor exactly. one night. Exactly. But if you got somebody that's invested in this, and if you got somebody that knows what they're doing, uh, the owner. So, for instance, if this owner wasn't on that shit like, man, I got all this money now. I can buy my motherfucking gear and then I'm going to come in I'm going to have an attitude change that's fucked up but if I'm getting all of this money and it's another business where I can help somebody but I already know the business plan because a lot of people do business and don't got everything intact in mm-hmm. just like these rappers and I'll go there right quick Dan I think that's what we was about to talk about Okay. so the thing is everybody be talking shit about this music scene here or the lack of or this that and the other and this is some key shit that is so simple it's marketing and promotion I don't give a fuck if you the sweetest person here but if only your Facebook friends know you or whoever you only limited to a certain area of people and especially if you talking that gang shit you might be thinking you doing something but you just alienated so many people that would have bought your shit because you talking about some gang shit where you could have been talking about something else that would have been you would have been getting more of an audience. So going back to that, it's like um if I was just say if I was a trap rapper, right? And I'm in Toledo, I'm gonna wanna look at all the other cities that's doing the same shit. I'm going to target Facebook ads. Something simple. Facebook ads. Yeah. Fucking look. And that's, and that's some simple shit. I ain't saying this to end the all, but look. I'm going to take out Facebook ads in L.A. I'm uh-huh. going to take out Facebook ads in motherfucking wherever. Because you already got your own people here. Exactly. Whoever your genre of music is, that's who you promote to. Yeah. If you don't even think like that, you ain't going to grow. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get frustrated. Then you're going to be 40 and 50 and then realize... Oh, that's what I should have done. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, when somebody was trying to tell you this shit, you sitting up here, oh, I know what I'm doing. Man, well, go the fuck ahead then. I see you in 10 years. I got 80 years. likes. Uh, right, right. My, my, my motherfucking, uh, my view got two, I got 2,000 views and shit. Motherfucker, you don't even get, if, if and I want you to think about this. How many people in America? Hold on. No, we're going to break some real shit down. We're going to say, even if you did all of your paperwork right, Everything right, okay. You we gonna say you get a hundred thousand spins, all right. We just gonna say YouTube. 
it's point zero 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 three percent of a fucking penny. Yeah. So that means technically, you would have to get about three spins to make a fucking penny. So if I got fifty thousand spins in Toledo and I'm thinking I'm doing some shit, motherfucker, it's motherfuckers getting fifty, sixty million views. Yeah. How can you get there? You ain't doing shit. But the thing is, like I say, the way technology is now, it's so easy for y'all to promote yourselves and put yourselves out there with the right marketing plan. But you can't, you know, a lot of people will listen, a lot of people ain't. But I will say this in defense of everybody that's like this. If you creative, it's hard to be creative and be business at the same time. It's hard. I know. Because it's hard for me. Like, I was in it for the love of DJing. I didn't even know you can get paid when you was, you know, when I started DJing. So I really wasn't on my business like I should have been. And people was trying to tell me, me being hard, well, fuck, I just want to do this. <laughs> you know, so then as I start finding out you get paid to DJ, I didn't know the market. So I'm undercharging people. And it's people, we, we would have DJs doing our proms and homecomings. I started doing them. But I was, even though I was sweet, and we would have like an old, older, maybe white person that had a several company. But I come in, not knowing I was undercutting and DJing everywhere and stuff like that. But, you know, the thing was, was that I didn't know my business. Somebody would have told me my business. I would have been able to charge accordingly and ran it like a business. But, mm-hmm. but going back to that, you know, it's hard for somebody creative. So if I was rapping, making beats to step into that uh uh, business side but you have to that's the only way y'all gonna get paid if you don't have a publishing company if you're not with one of these publishing right organizations BMI ASCAP if you're not your shit ain't copywritten if you getting YouTube beats and all that bullshit look you ain't doing it Yeah, I'm just telling you keeping it real you got to have your business cause the thing is this we gonna say that you get 50 million views you blow the fuck up on YouTube and you don't know how to get your shit monetized or where to collect from. Now, you got money sitting there, but they don't know where to send it to. But you not knowing your business don't know that you need a publishing company or you need some physical address for them to send your mm-hmm. money to you. Wow. So it's all kind of shit that a motherfucker even got to know before they step out. Yeah, I can rap. I'm this, that. But if you ain't got the education or if you know you ain't got your business together, find somebody that can do the shit and know it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I say, only thing they going to show you is the after effect. Like I'm rapping. I got the cars. I got the women. The niggas like me and this, that. But they not showing you the work that had to go into doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like the marketing and promotion and all that stuff that happened right. before. The that. rental car companies finding the cars and stuff. All of that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's more than just, just rapping. I know. Right. So it's like. You gotta have your business together, and like I said, if you don't, y'all motherfuckers rapping for nothing. If you ain't marketing and promotion, you know what I hate. I'm talking to somebody and they talking about music. Man, my CD about to drop next week. My CD about to drop tomorrow. Motherfucker, did you do some promotion behind it? Did you get people mentally prepared to be like, okay, well, where's it gonna be at? I'm gonna watch the video when it come out. Or a lot of motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. 
Make music and don't make no video. Yep. Go to SoundCloud. Go to iTunes. Motherfucker, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell me about your song or this, I'm going to YouTube and see a video. If yeah. I don't see the video, I'm not even paying no attention to shit you talking about. <laughs> if you don't come with a 409 grind, you ain't going to pay attention to you. Either. Exactly. So <laughs> that's the whole thing. Platform. It all yep. works in time. This is a yep. great promotional outlet. Mm -hmm. Rappers or whoever you are, producers, Get with these people because this is the thing. This is a way of promotion. It ain't just I'm on here to do it. Promote your product. I'm so glad you said that, and I don't. And I hate to cut you off, but I have to just say, you know, um, that's the thing. You know, people they come out and they say they they're doing this and they're doing that, but then when it comes time to really invest in their brand, in their product, in their project, and whatever it is that they have, we are a platform. Yes, you know, we want to be a voice and we want to be a platform for our community. But however, it does take money to run this operation. This is not something that, you know, costs zero dollars to run every month. It's a, you know, operation that costs money to run. And, and so we, invested. we have invested in it. And now, you know, we um, we've started as of July. I mean, as of. Yeah. August 1st. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, August 1st, right? July 1st. It was July 1st. July 1st. Well, July 1st things. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Go we ahead. decided as of July 1st that we were going to start charging a, a small, affordable booking fee for people to come on and promote their brand to get the 45-minute segment. And although we do have many people interested and we see you guys and we, we you know, we're booking them, it's, you know, but it's a, we've seen the decrease in the interest now since there's a price, you know? Oh, yeah, it's always and, like that. And, and it's fine because we still have, we do have the people who are still ready they're coming and we love y'all I appreciate y'all this is for a 419 grind Whoa. Oh, wow. we love thank you. you thank you and, really I, and I ain't just doing that. it to doing it but the whole thing is this is that <laughs> we have to be we can't just be talking shit and be like you know and I ain't right, like right. I ain't got that to spend right I ain't got it like that I'm just keeping it real but the whole thing is that this is needed Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is we needed. appreciate you. Yeah, and everybody needs that. to know that because the thing about it is is that you have to expand your brand. You have to go outside. Like so for instance, yeah. you might have people on your Facebook page that ain't ain't even on here. But if I'm on here and I'm saying some shit or they like my music, I just got some new fans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to look at it like that. Man, you mm -hmm. have to go beyond Man, we the scope of angles. what you do. We get messages from people asking about people who've been on the show from Somebody sent us a message from Birmingham, Alabama asking about one of our guests. Like, we like, what the, why would he even want to talk to you? Like, it, it, So that's the whole you, thing. You don't know who watching. That's the whole thing. It's like, even in this, expanding the brand. You know what I'm saying? How many, <clears throat> excuse me, how many people would be watching or listening if more people knew? You know what I'm saying? Everything can be personified and magnified. And like I said, being done the right way, like I said, they have to see value in it. Right. They'd be like, man, we got to get on the 401 grind, more 419 grind, because that's the shit. Everybody be watching them in the morning. If I get on there, then that's going to increase my fan base. But I got to be thinking like that when I'm on here. Like, so for instance, if I got a product to sell, it ain't more or less go to my Instagram page, go to this. What the fuck I'm going for? If it ain't nothing to buy or sell, or I don't have nothing to market or promote, do I got a show coming up? Is it something tangible? Am I selling do-rags? Have I got coffee mugs? All of this shit. I mean, like, after a while, it's going to be more than music. How am I going to brand yourself? Am I, you know, am I going to get some hats? Am I going to get Brandy some noodles, some chips? Right. With Not my name on there, whatever sale. it is. 
you just gotta be thinking more even music because now it's all about branding most of these motherfuckers now the big guys didn't even make their money in music it was more like the product endorsements right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. you know what I'm saying so and when you come on the 409 grind share the video today you're on there mm-hmm. yeah, every day just share do something to share because this is our shit meaning like Toledo this is ours you know what I'm saying? Yes. It ain't like mm-hmm. yes. you got to go somewhere and somebody going to be bullshitting you or you be like, you know, oh, them motherfuckers. No. Yeah, they don't mess with me. Y'all ain't said some shit I said since I've been on here. I'm telling everybody on here, if you need to you come on 419 Crime because you'll get your word out. And at the same time, you could be influencing other people that need to hear shit. Or like I said, if you got a product, yeah. reach more out to your base of people than who you know. Young rappers or whoever, you know, if y'all can share this to somebody younger. A lot of a lot of people start businesses based on how they watch their friends spend money. Oh, uh, if I start cooking, he gonna come buy hot dogs with me because he likes them. But then when you make hot dogs, I'm, I'm still going to Nettie's, bro. <laughs> and so the thing is, <laughs> hey, okay, okay, just the I'm, thing. I think I'm following. <laughs> That's why you got to go outside your market, right? Yeah. So, you know what? Just me and you mm-hmm. so we got something other than than this podcast right right everybody that I would have you know I grew up or you know that's you doing your friends with that might even do the same thing that you do or in the entertainment is always going to look at you like a friend it's never going to be business, business to right. business which you would wish that it would happen like that but mm-hmm. a lot of times it don't so that's the whole thing you have to deal with people business to business because there ain't going to be no bullshit. It ain't like, oh, you my homie and shit. So either that. How much you going to charge me? Thank you. Or the <laughs> fact that you is my homie, so I shouldn't have to pay full price. Right. Instead of looking at it like my, my dude trying to get off the ground. This is business. So if I didn't know him, I would be paying full price. That's sometimes how you got to well, think. He trying to get over it, man. He's not- Right. And then you got the other side of the people. Like, if you don't get the business you thought you was going to get because you was relying on the people you know, you fucking up right there. Go Chip Ahoy cookies. These motherfuckers don't know who Sally made that went and bought their bag. Yeah. But it's out there for them to get. Mm-hmm. It's the same principle. You just got to look at yourself like, I'm branding my shit. I got to get my shit out there everywhere I can and direct the traffic to where my product is. And have all of the shit in place to get paid from it. Mm. Like I said, I mean, it's more than just rapping. Oh, I rap for my niggas. I that that motherfucker. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Did you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Do, is you getting a residual check? Do you know what publishing is? You know what copyrights are? If you don't, find out. I'm just telling you free game. This is some shit that you can get paid for the rest of your life. So, I ain't charge you no consultation fee, no none of this <laughs> shit. I'm just telling you. And you could go from somebody. Hey, you ain't got to listen to shit I'm talking about. Go yeah, to YouTube. Yeah, Every so, single thing I'm it, telling you is on my fucking YouTube. Up, we're going to open up the phone lines and have people call in. So okay. if you have a question for Key Success, you can be an up-and-coming up rapper or uh, you got a business, you, you got questions, or about his history. Uh, as a DJ, so give us a call four one nine five four zero three five six six. I'm sorry, I mean, you gotta come back. I got a question for you. Uh, hey, what I was gonna say? I was gonna ask a question. Four one nine. What's on your mind? So, yeah. Give us a call at four one nine five four zero three five six six. We want to hear from you. You didn't hear that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you didn't. Because I'm, I'm excited because I had a question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What's your question? <laughs> I, I was just saying, like, you know how you say people, you have your business and people come ask for the hookup. 
But then if I give you the hookup, don't go tell everybody. Oh yeah, go ahead. he he charged four hundred, but he gave it to me for three. So you just probably tell. Exactly, that's not your friend <laughs> at all. Oh, they calling your phone? Yeah, we just gonna call him. <laughs> <laughs> I know he personally. Right. You wanna call the show? <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> that's the whole thing about running a business. There's two sides to it. So, for instance, a lot of people that do start businesses, they might just make get enough money to actually start it, but they don't know about the advertising, the marketing, and promotion. They don't save up. A, a lot of people don't save up a budget for that. Four one nine, you on the oh. line? Who we got? You don't know who it is. <laughs> oh my God, Tony! No. Hey, hey, Tony! I just called to say good morning. Thank you, Leah Renee. Thank you. I said hi to Leah Renee. <laughs> we love you, girl. Hi, KK. Anyway, hi, I'm at work. I'm only calling in for two seconds. Be quiet. I just mm. called in to say hi, T. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. I had to let everybody know who I was. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. What do you want, Tony? Okay. <laughs> I just want to say hi to Keith. Oh, okay. My okay. friend. Okay. You know what I'm Tony. Antoinette Harris. What? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> all. Hey, hey. I ain't even going to go there. She know. Yeah. Hey, you talking. Yeah. Man, how you doing? No. Hey, man, that's my sister, Me. man. That's that, that's that Libby 1988 you know, right there. Oh. No, we had to go back further than that. Yeah, man. they probably do. Burndale or something. Yeah, we knew we go way back to elementary. He had the vinyl record. Yeah. Oh. It's a divine record. Hey, divine. the vinyl. Oh, it is back. He had the vinyl around. and he carried them everywhere he went. Oh, yeah, we I know that's you. right. Yeah, I could tell you some stories about that shit too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of things now that y'all got the DJs is easy compared to what we, we was going through because we love the culture. Mm-hmm. Like I'll tell you a story right quick. When I first got into it, by Tony. <laughs> Walmart, yeah, I'm sorry, hey, you good, you good. But you know So for instance When I got into it The love was so strong Me and my crew We had a routine So we used to like some girls That went to Woodward High School So every Friday I would take a crate of records we get on the bus Catch the bus to Woodward High School Go talk to the girls Watch the basketball game We would walk from Woodward To the Wayman Palmer Center Which is called the Ken Center back mm-hmm. then. We would walk, go in there, DJ, and walk home from there to like Indiana Forest area with rec- with crates of wow. records. So uh, so imagine now a DJ, they got a hard drive and shit. Mm-hmm. And we got a crew, 13, 14 motherfuckers walking with records and shit. <laughs> in the cold, because they complaining Sheesh. like, motherfucker, why you bring these records and shit? Like, because, man, Rolling Ready said I could DJ if I <laughs> So, wow. Yeah, it, it's, it's been a, a way, you know, transformation. And see, to what I'm finding out, a lot of DJs get upset with the younger DJs or old DJs, and they don't under... A lot of young DJs be thinking the old DJs is hating. And it ain't necessarily that. It's just the fact that with new pieces of technology, it takes away a DJ skill set level. So if I was DJing mm-hmm. back in the 80s, yeah, I'm going to be salty if... <laughs> 
if you could DJ and scratch and you ain't got no needles on your motherfucking records right. and shit and you could do all these tricks but back then you had to be precise you had to be yeah, right. it was a real art right. it was a real art, art. it was a, a, cr- a crayon to mark your, yeah. right so a lot of a lot of right a lot of younger people don't get it confused or DJs don't get it confused like older DJs hating cause I don't I like the convenience I ain't got to carry all this shit and I can take a controller mm-hmm. and a hard drive but the thing is you got to understand why some of the DJs is mad. Because like I say, if you was to do it on real turntables with records and needles and just the fact of the music, like y'all could download, we could download all the same shit, had the same shit back then. If you didn't go to the record store and you was there when no four or five records come out, real live exclusive shit, <laughs> you, you just didn't have them. And that's what even separated right. DJs from other DJs mm-hmm. is the music That's selection That's what made DJs more yeah, exclusive right. than mm-hmm. the next. So not everybody got the same shit. What the fuck is that? Right, you know, right. Hey, you counting BPMs. Not you motherfuckers <laughs> even sound the same because you're mixing the same shit because yeah. it got these well, BPMs. But you know what? Well, sometimes uh, they download the actual mixes from YouTube. I don't know if you knew about that. No. Yeah. Just so, they, so, they, they and then I'm DJ such and such and all that shit. You know, so. They even got GarageBand. Come yeah. on the app. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can make up your own beats and stuff. No, that's some of that is positive though. Cause like I say, only the, the purists is gonna talk shit about new DJs. And the new DJs DJs ain't gonna understand why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. But that's it. It ain't got shit to do with you personally. It's just the equipment that they come out with make it much more easier for somebody to learn how to DJ. Yeah. Or, you know, be a DJ. Whereas, like in the past, everybody couldn't just go be a DJ. Hell no, because you had anybody can just go be a DJ. You had to carry crates, son. They carry crates. The, the <laughs> equipment, how much it costed back then. Even though it's a lot now. Yeah. But you know, you being young and I have no job and shit, and you thinking your mom and daddy gonna buy that shit. See, I was around that old school <coughs> DJ. Oh, drinking that coffee too fast. <laughs> um, with my my cousin uh, Daryl McGowan, uh, DJ MC. So, uh, or DMC, whatever his name was she back in the day. With, uh, with what, your nose running? So, you keep talking, and then I'm going to get into it. You go no, keep I'm going. saying, like, he had all the big equipment uh, that cost, like, $300,000. Daryl McGlown was the reason I oh, really? started DJ. Wow, I didn't know that. This is the thing. So, now we can get back into some history. Uh-huh. 14. Now, I started learning how to mix when I was 11. Mm-hmm. Wow. But when I was 14, my partner told me about Scott High School Hops. Now, I heard about him in the past because my auntie would take us to the Scott games. So, mm-hmm. you hear on the announcement, it'll be uh, Scott Hop right. directly <laughs> after the game. So, I was 14, and my friend told me. So, I went to one, and I seen Duro and a couple other people DJing, and I was just transformed. Because I seen people kicking it. It was people breakdancing on one side. It was people walking around, standing around, watching the DJ. And I didn't do nothing. I just stood and watched the DJ. I ain't talked to no girls. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I was just like, that's what I want to be. When I, That's what I want to be. So Daryl McGlown influence on me. Then I start finding about other DJs right. around the area. But Daryl McGlown was it. He was it. That was if it wasn't Dur- for Durham McGlown, see, this is just how common shit is now, how you think hip-hop, this, that. Look, it wasn't no hip-hop before he came from New York yeah. and showed everybody two turntables, how to mix records, mm-hmm. all of that shit. He brought hip-hop. The whole family. 
The McLeod family, Chris, Chris was the first had one the to sounds put the, yeah, in his music in his cars. Yeah, which you got Tass Electronics, all these people yeah. automatically seeing what's going on. This motherfucker had a VCR in his car, <laughs> watching pornos <laughs> with a damn. What did he do? Uh, put it on the on a big. Oh, screen? I had a big screen TV in the back of his in the back of his truck, and this is in the late eighties, early nineties, yeah. mm. before any oh people God. would be thinking wow. this is normal. <laughs> they right. family, they mom and daddy to fashion. They went to New York, bought the clothes back. So all of the fashions that we was getting was mm-hmm. coming from right. them. So they, so their family was a, yep, was a big influence. Yeah. Was leave. that before New York Collection? It yeah. was an offspring. New York Collection. She, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sweet Low opened up his own clothing yeah. store after. I forgot what he called Sweet it. Destiny's. Destiny's. Yeah. That was on, oh, the, I remember Destiny's, on Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. It was on Detroit. So Sweet and Low was a was the offspring of of uh, uh, Sunshine Sweatshop, which was Sunshine, Sunshine and, uh, and New York Collection. Was Sunshine on Bancroft and Franklin? Yeah, it was no, 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 no. It was Auburn. Auburn. But before oh. that, it was on Auburn and Monroe. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, because they did have one down there on. Yeah, yep. that was later. That was by yeah. IGA. Yeah, yep. I just gave all my dresses. My my aunt. Uh, went to went to Vegas with uh, what's the owner of New York Collection? Otis. 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 Now, Otis. And that's how she Otis? got into getting those certain types <laughs> and of clothes. Everybody going to see Otis in New York and in uh, Vegas and stuff. That's how she started doing the, the uh, store. That's what's up. Yeah. So you know, their family was a big influence mm-hmm. in Toledo. Period. Yeah. You know. So and then that's another thing. A lot of people don't know the history. Yeah. And and the thing is, you might, you know, you might hear from different places and, and stuff like that. But it's important to know. A lot of people might not realize if it's important or not, but the thing about it is is that it was a scene, and the scene evolved. Like I said, what's so easy? Oh, oh shit. Hey, so what's so easy and simple now, it was a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, like I came up in the in the era, like it was a big thing to go to a studio. To actually get money to go in the studio. Yeah. And back then, thank y'all, it was like, if you didn't have enough money for the studio time, you couldn't even finish your song and mm-hmm. shit. Right. So, back then, it was just that much more harder. Just think like it's the 411 grind now. It would have been the 419 grinder much harder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, it's just it, like, well, that's the thing. That's what's so funny because it's the same situation with what's going on here, right? <laughs> like, I were, um, I remember l- listening to you on the radio. You know what I mean? Like, I remember listening to you on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, Thinking you were somewhere in Hollywood, like you're some star, <laughs> you're this big celebrity, you know, Chief Charlie, success, Charlie yeah. Mack, you know, all of you know, all of the all of the DJs that were on the radio, you know, hey. you, you listen, I'm listening to y'all, I'm growing up off of you, and you guys are the reasons why I'm sitting right here. You guys right. are the reasons why I went to school for radio and television and graduated in 2011 with a broadcasting degree. Feel that? It's because of you, like literally, you know oh. what I mean. And so to be sitting here with you right now, like I don't even think you understand what that means to me. Like to be sitting here right now interviewing you, like it's crazy to me. Like I, in in, my, in our shit, in my shit. Right, like right. when the, when the radio stations wouldn't give me an on air position, I was like, okay, Let's what something. do I got to do? I got I started a podcast with with Brett back in 20, 2012, 2013 because I wanted to do radio. I wanted to be on air, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get the opportunity nowhere else. So I was like, well, I'm gonna do it here online. Then you know, met up with Jesse. Now it's like. T- Right. He was already doing what basically I wanted to do, and we came together. We put our minds together, and now we've built this. And it's like it's now I'm sitting here interviewing a man who I once 
Uh, I still idolize, you know, and I you are you are part of the reason why I went to school for broadcasting. Like oh, I seriously. Appreciate that. So, so it's just crazy. If y'all knew some of the stories behind it. <laughs> I, I like I like so for instance, a lot of people don't know that our show on the juice was pre recorded. Wow. So this was the thing. What? We would tape our show. <laughs> right. Hey, let right. me tell you, and this is this is just how janky. Now, I can't say janky because we was doing what we had to do. Right. So for instance, we would tape our show on a Monday or a Tuesday. So what what happened was that like me. J-Rock, Kaj Boogie, and my partner, Lost Lee, we would make mixes at our house, put them on a cassette. Then we would all meet up over uh, my partner, DJ Small Guy's house in his basement. We get weed, beer, <laughs> wine. Gra- everybody grab a mic, and then we would talk over everybody part. So whoever was deep part was to play on you the did DJ. That in somebody's basement? We did that in the <laughs> oh basement. My God, I cannot believe On a that. cassette. I what? cannot believe that. I would that. take the master cassette and take it to the radio station and put it on a computer. Wow. So what? this is just how slick we had got. So for instance, we on a Tuesday, right? We like, yeah, we gonna be at 128 on Saturday, y'all. Make sure y'all come out. It's thick in here. Hey, y'all get over here to 128. So... That would play on Saturday night. And people didn't know that we take the shit Monday yeah, and Tuesday. <laughs> but when they come in the club, they see us in there DJing uh, because they think we on the air live. Right, right. Wow. So I was just telling y'all a lot We was never there live. After a while, though, Kaj and Jay, I think they did they show yeah, live a United couple of times. Soul Brothers, right? Right. Man. Right. That was something we I started in eighty nine. But it was that like was that far back. You wow, know what I'm that is so crazy. I was born in '89. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Look, boy, <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't outdate myself. But I was just young when I got in the game. That's right. Put it off. Yeah, it's, it's just something how how stuff evolved from over the years. Yeah. And the thing is, mm-hmm. like I say, um, y'all have to take advantage of the opportunity that y'all have now because you y'all grew into it but you don't understand the importance of being able to communicate with your fans one-on-one mm-hmm. you can their email addresses and you blasting your product because like i said with marketing and promotion it's a science to it yeah you can't put a video out and then you hit off a couple people one week talking about go check out my new video and then you might get some smarts and then be like, oh, let me promote New York and do some Facebook ads in New York. And then you people look at analytics. So if I'm looking at your video and the shit came out nine months ago, but I'm just getting hip to it and you only got 20,000 streams, I'm thinking your shit ain't popping. You know, so if I'm a record label, I'm going to think the same thing. Like, why mm-hmm. would I fuck with you if you ain't got the numbers and all that? You know, I, I don't understand. It's like somebody will put out a single. Or, or video like on July 1st and then on August 1st they say okay I'm about to promote my new single exactly which is a whole different different song I never understand that how that why they do that now because they don't understand the science behind they don't know how to milk the product like so for instance we just gonna take MC Hammer you can't touch this hmm. it was more than a song you could have a t-shirt with that on there right it was a saying it was different things you could do with a that dance. Mm-hmm. a dance <laughs> yeah. everything you could do to market just that song he milked the shit out that song 
cartoons, motherfucking hammer everything. pants, <laughs> hammer pants, <laughs> hammer shoes. He marketed the whole. Yeah. He drank the shit out of the song. So yeah. the thing is. These rappers don't know how to market. Like they so, for instance, if I shit. if I'm <laughs> dropping a whole album, that's why, and I got 11, 12 songs on there, I can make 11, 12 videos promoting that product. I'm not gonna just make and drop an album and be like, "Hey man, nigga, I dropped the album, go check it out," and then I check it out. Then what? <laughs> right? <laughs> Did I spend any money? All that shit, time you wasted in the studio. If you spent money in there, you just wasted all of that shit because you didn't market and promote your shit mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? See what I'm going through? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so you know, like I said, it's a science. It ain't just I can rap. It's like you got to know how to market, promote. Yeah. And like I said, taking advantage. We didn't have this shit. We would have had to send our shit to a record label. Maybe they might would have listened to it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they might would have fucked with you. And if they did, what's what's publishing? We don't know, but we'll give you $50,000 for it. And I'm thinking, shit, $50,000 for publishing? Hell right. yeah, I'm going to take that. Not knowing, publishing is paying for my kids, they mm. kids, they grandkids. So while I'm broke and my rap career over with, the motherfucker who got my publishing, Still they kids going money. to school yeah. and getting paid, and I don't know shit. <laughs> but I was happy with that fifty thousand that I blew on some bullshit mm. that I don't got no return on my investment for. So I look at everything as having a return on your investment. I don't give a fuck if you rapping. If you bought some equipment, you a producer like this. You gotta make your money back off of this shit. Yeah, Everything yeah. that you spent, right? You got it's a business. It ain't just I like the podcast and shit. Right? Okay. Well, how I'ma pay this light bill? Right. 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 With my happy right. podcast, yeah. right. Right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, and that's another reason for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like it ain't trying to floss or show nothing. It's because I'm a business owner too, and I understand. Mm -hmm. And I do shit for people like. It might be somebody I might know, give them a break, or it might be, but I'm, you know, I'm doing it. Yeah. Don't ask me for motherfucking right, right, uh, right. a break. If I want to give you one, yeah. I'll give you one. Yeah. But, you know, I got to eat in this motherfucking toilet. Right, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm hmm. Don't stop. No, oh, shit. I don't know what we're going to talk about that shit. I don't know what Okay, so I asked you um, in the break, I asked you during the break, you know, just going back to, you know, the state that our 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 kids are in right now and how us as you know because i mean even you looking at us you you know we're we're a younger generation than you are but we're getting older too now so now we have younger ones under us and now even for me personally i want to i want to see how can i make an impact you know how can i teach my young girls something you know so that they don't go through everything that i went through right so you know you talked about a scenario of like a, a you know a, a young lady who might have you know been in a situation where she was promiscuous and she slept with men and now she slept with a guy she didn't even know now she's pregnant now she got a baby by a man she don't even know and now she has to live with that situation so how does someone who's been through something like that reach her younger girls well first thing you got to do is don't Degrade, don't say anything negative about the father. I just don't know him. Yeah. Keep it real. Yeah. Don't be like he ain't shit, this, that, because you don't know if he ain't shit. Y'all yeah. just didn't work out. Yeah. But that don't mean he ain't shit to the kids or whatever. You might have made a mistake. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's about accountability first. Absolutely. So it's like, well, damn, was we drunk when we got together or. You know, as we in our right state of mind, I meet you at the club. Do I look at you like you got big titties and big booty? Or do I look at you and be like, damn, I think you got a nice brain. I think I want to get to know you. You see what I'm saying? Like right. all of these factors come into play. So 
after all of that is over with, say you got a daughter or a son, like I say, the first thing to do is not degrade the other parent because what's going to happen is they going nine times out of ten think that's how all motherfuckers is. And so they'll have the attitude that, you know, a man ain't shit or I'm going to get with this dude and if it don't work, oh well, my mama, you know what I'm saying? So the whole thing is, is that at an early age, you got to know, let them know what's going on. And it ain't just like about sex, it's about life. And this is what I'm saying. Like, each generation, it get more and more fucked up. So even the generation that came when I was going on, we and I hate to say this, but it might have been the called the crackhead generation where... You know, people got strung out on drugs, some unknowingly, you know what I'm saying? Like Ladies, I say, babies. Yeah, when crack came in, it wasn't yeah, like somebody crack said, crack bad, don't do it. It just came out. So if somebody unknowingly got strung on it, they did. So it ain't like a degrading to say, you know, the crack air or whatever. Right. But those right. children might have been fucked up mentally off of that because mm-hmm. of what happened inside the womb mm-hmm. before then. So now if you got that and now you got going on in the gang culture, and the gun culture and all of that. I'm fucked up. I don't know what's right or wrong. I think the latest money bag yo song or whoever is promoting violence or this that I think is normal. So when I go out and shoot up somebody or go out in the park and shoot, I just heard somebody else doing it. So I think that's cool. I want to start some shit. I'm taking it back in blood and all this old bullshit. <laughs> I couldn't believe. And see, this the thing. These, thank you. But peep, but peep. I want you to peep this. Perfect example. I want you to peep this shit. I guarantee you that this motherfucker didn't own his own publishing company. So this is the thing. This motherfucker's in jail, not making no money, not doing no touring, not doing nothing. And they still making money on him. Still making money off his shit. And it's still. Hold on. And they still got the negative influence. Like mm. I say, you just take the shit off. Just just go on lyric and w- listen and just listen to the lyrics and be like, man, how the fuck could I be listening to this shit when it's talking about going shooting up some shit, killing my own motherfucker. But I've been desensitized so many years to be thinking it's normal. Or the older you get, you'd be like, oh, I ain't on that shit. But the younger kid in the back seat, I think that's a way of life because my mama listening to it. It, well, my daddy listening to him, he beating that shit, and I ain't got no choice but to absorb it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to know if it's right or wrong. So then, can you get mad at these kids when they go shooting up shit? Or the ones that's listening to this music and they going and doing it, and the people that's rapping ain't even doing it, so they sitting in jail, and where right. they coming? To, they ain't coming exactly. to get you out or something. So think about the systematic destruction that motherfuckers don't even think about that they in mm-hmm. because you so into it where. If I talk about it being fucked up, then I'm looked at like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so me, I was already conditioned for that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck nobody got nothing to say negative pop anyway, because the thing is, I know it's fucked up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it'd be like I had my little cousin. I'm doing a family function. She like 16, 17, and she looking at me like, you you ain't got the dirty version? (laughs) I got that shit, but I ain't playing it. Right. No. Right. Not when you got three and four year old kids running right. this motherfucker. I'm sorry. If your mama let you listen to that shit, hey, more power to y'all. But if I'm DJing, 
We ain't playing that shit. Mm -hmm. And if that means that I don't get as many parties, I don't give a fuck. Because mm -hmm. I'd rather have a peace of mind than I'm sitting up here DJing somebody's graduation party. Nigga, bitch, motherfucking shoot this, that. And then, you know, because like I said, this just happened to my homeboy. That, that shooting that was on Detroit and Lawrence, the DJ, was my boy. Oh, wow. Mm. This motherfucker shouldn't even... I ain't gonna... He was a family function. But the thing was... This motherfucker, he didn't need the money. He was there for his family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this motherfucker gets shot. Mm. So the whole thing is is that... Crazy. Yeah, it's fucked up. But like I say, it's like... Who is going to wake up to realize this? So for instance, what will happen? Then they're going to say... Oh, we need more police on the street. We need this, that. But then if a police fuck up a little boy or something, then everybody talking shit. But if we was checking ourselves, mm -hmm. then we would need for the motherfucking police to come around and fuck with you and for people to be talking shit. Because even that is a whole different thing. We could be here another hour talking about the police. But I will tell you this. Please look up police. Look how policing started. Yeah. Look up why it was the police in the first place and when you realize why the police was started you'll never look at the police the same way I don't give a fuck if you black and on the force whatever look up how policing started why did policing start it wasn't cause of crime it wasn't no motherfucking crime back then mm -hmm. policing was to catch Still slaves yeah. and they stuck to that mantra from then to now and niggas be wondering why why don't no white police get put up in jail for killing somebody black? <laughs> Why they all day they don't never get in trouble? It's because that what what the police was for. Mm -hmm. And see, motherfuckers don't even think or think they just be like, "Oh, the police here to protect us," or the police. If I did a crime, the crime was already done with before you after you called the police. So what the fuck is they there for? Now detectives is something different, but the actual policing and all of that. So like I said, going back to that, if I was in the clan and shit. What's the perfect job? Police officer. Thank you. I could kill a nigga, get away with it, mm -hmm. get paid. Get a million dollar book deal. That's why a lot of people exactly. say they turned the white sheets into blue uniforms. It, but that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So that's why, like, when I was coming up, you would hear about clan marchers or motherfuckers watching in Washington and all these, and they would be united with sheets. They know they couldn't do that shit all right mm -hmm. no more. So yeah, they politicians now. They motherfucking even if, even in the movies. Like if you pay attention to the movies that are like you know based on true stories back then with the clan members when they're t in their meetings and they're taking off the sheets, they they have on the cop uniforms. The yeah. you know they're they're the judges. They're the you know what I mean in the movies. If you really think about it, that's what it was back then. So that's the whole thing. Even about these movies, they let you know what they're doing. So when it happens, you mentally won't be. Fucked oh, up. Well, that's just the way. Yeah, 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 exactly. It'd be like, well, damn, I seen that in the movie. That's what they. Yeah, motherfucker, because they let you know that's what's getting ready to happen. Mm -hmm. So don't be surprised. Yeah. Right. Like, I will say something right now that a motherfucker will look at me like I'm crazy, but in 10 years, you'll be like, I should listen. If a motherfucker right now has some land, get you some chickens, some cows, some motherfucking pigs, grow your own shit, vegetables, get your own land. Because what's going to happen? 
Something going to happen with this corporate structure or with this structure where it's going to say you can't do this or can't do that or something going to happen with a food shortage or they going to act like it's one. Mm-hmm. But if you got all your own shit, you growing your own shit, you ain't got to be fucking with nobody. My mom been saying that for like the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. And she believes it with every fiber in her bone and she been saying that like she... Because when have you ever heard of a chicken wing shortage? Mm-hmm. It's a motherfucking... Right. It's How? the truth. How is it? How? And all that money... But even for the way. Right. All, all the chicken places or all the food places everybody got steaks they got food you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i'm saying that that's got to be a scare tactic yeah but but if you watch the motherfuckers that's actually doing something like they said bill gates bought all this land why did you buy it is you buying it to sell it is you gonna grow some shit and then charge motherfuckers more money for it you see what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. it's some it's a whole big ass thing that like I said, if you pull off the layers, it ain't hard to get to. Oh, do y'all gotta take a break or do something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna, you know. No, no, it's ten after ten thirty, but is it? Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't even know it was this late. I'm sorry, I was rambling and shit. No, no we appreciate we you gotta come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotta Can you come, come back, back tomorrow? Right. Can you? <laughs> Seriously. Well, Thursday, so we, we got Dennis on Wednesday. Yeah. So whenever y'all want. No, we need him the whole time. We need him. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. We need well, him. Dennis is only here for a little bit. And I'm, oh, no, He's I'll, only I here to 930. Yeah, Dennis, we don't need him tomorrow. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, if I did, I had to bring up my. Because, see, like, like, I'm talking all this shit to y'all, right? Is we still. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm talking all this shit to y'all. I had to do this myself. Like, so I took. My cousin asked me. You to, need to be a permanent part of the show. <laughs> to mentor his little, I mean, my, my little cousin, which is 10, right? Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing this summer, I've been making an album. So I'm recording his album, shooting videos before he go back to school. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this motherfucker, only 10. Right. Wow. I leave him with some equipment. This motherfucker done remade like four Michael Jackson songs, top to bottom, bass, guitar, drums. What? In less than a half hour. I'm a, I gotta talk to you about Brand that. Gregory Buchanan Jr. Y'all could just bring look him up. Him. Oh, yeah. bring him. I, the only reason I didn't today was because I didn't know if it was cool. But like oh, I said, it's yeah, cool. this boy, and so so can't nobody tell me that kids don't have the cap the capacity right. of learning. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like what you camp. put in, yes. like, Look, Tish was supposed to call me, and this the whole thing. I was waiting for her to call because I'm like, this little motherfucker. He ten. He could relate to these kids. These yeah. kids don't relate yeah. to him. She never called. We and ain't the shit on the tish. Tish, my girl. Yeah. yeah. But I was just waiting on the phone call so I could bring him up. There. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? We it's still that. going on. Because we was doing it two Wednesdays. Starting a kids podcast. So yeah. well, hey. yeah. So this is the thing. Like I say, I mean, it's more than just music. Like I'm sitting up here, and this is a classic case. And I let y'all go. I got this equipment for him, right? And I'm reading the manual and shit. Like he just went right through it. <laughs> he over my back. I'm like, Nick, we. Get back, nigga. Let me let me uh learn how to work this shit right. and do this and that. So I got it up and running and so you can hear sound, right? He come back the next day. I'm like, dude, I got it up and running. I don't know how to work it, but man, I left the room twenty minutes later. This motherfucker recording on how to <laughs> do wow. an extra track and ass shit. I'm like, man, hey, that's what it's for though. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't just be talking shit. I have to Live this walk shit. to walk too. Mm-hmm. So you know it was perfect for me too to get into, you know, mentoring and yes, yeah, absolutely. But one thing I do say this right quick, even though I should or would charge a motherfucker to do this, but this information I'm telling, I'm saying everybody need to know it. It's very you valuable. can learn it. Yeah. You can go on YouTube, learn how to get your career together, and learn how to look 
past the scope of your friends or whoever your Facebook people is and just learn how to market and promote yourself as far as you know the, the music and shit learn your cultural background yeah yeah well, uh, well, so tomorrow, tomorrow, but I was saying that to say, like, I get him every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Oh, okay, so tomorrow's two. Wednesday, so yes, come on through. <laughs> no, <seriously. laughs> bring, him with you. bring him on the show, so we have everybody who's watching today come back and, and watch. Uh, hey, hey, we'll play a song, too. DJ Key Success Look, Part Two. And if, so I ain't bullshitting. If you had an input, I bring one. a keyboard. We do. And this motherfucker right here will sit up there. He and got it. We got it. I bring with this keyboard, and we gonna plug that motherfucker. I love, make it. It happen. I love it. I love it. We hope you guys tomorrow, enjoy, enjoy this show. This is DJ Keith's success, the legendary DJ Keith's success. We are so thankful that you came through. And he's, hey, part two tomorrow. He's coming back tomorrow. So up. if hey. you love this show, make sure you tune in tomorrow to catch more gems that he's going to be dropping. And also we'll have Dennis in for a yep. short minute to yep. uh, ask for Ask a Lawyer. So make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for another great show. Shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox. Uh, what? You stopping us? I, I, I we still know. doing Shay's affirmation. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. Well, I, I, well, she was going to do this first and then I don't know. <laughs> you know you I see me the memo. I ain't no text. No, no. Well, sometimes, no sometimes you got to go with the go flow. Because you, you know uh, I wasn't about to just let the show end. Without <laughs> I know I was going to say, I'm going to get me and Shay about to cut your show. No, I'll let her do that and then I'll close it out. All right. You know what I got to do out there with you? Next time, next time. Run back. Go ahead, Liz. See what I do. Shout out to our sponsors. Hot Vibes, Mud City ENT, uh-huh. Greater New Salmon Shirt, Brand Self, The People Salesman, yes, J. Rush Jenny, yep. Sasha Denise, Sasha. Legendary Carpet Care, hey, no. Witness Riches, uh-huh. Kendall Harvey, yep. and The Social Butterfly. Hey, and Carter. if you would like to become a sponsor of the number one voted podcast, send your info to Rise and Grind at the419grind.com, and you can become a sponsor of our show. And now it's affirmation time with Shay K right here on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. <laughs> All right, here I go. Fall in love with an activity that's positive and do it. No one ever figures out life and that doesn't matter. Explore the world. Nearly everything interesting that you like, go deeply involved in it and that will be enough. So work hard just as much as you want things to work out. Don't think about what you want to be, but think about what you have to do. Keep up with some kind of minimum work and others in the society will fall in love with it too. Do not stop doing it because this is what they are all waiting for. We need this positivity. So you just basically summarize everything he oh, just said. Every time, <laughs> every time, every time, I always end the show with something positive, That's a positive up. affirmation to give some people some hope. I love that, and I want to spread that out. So it's so crazy that you were talking about that. So, and every time I pick my affirmation out, I always do it right at the end of the show, and it always mm-hmm. coincides with what the whole show was talking about. Yeah, that's so, what's up. That's man, it was great having you on the show. Oh, thank you. Can't wait to have you back yes. tomorrow. Yes, I want to send a special shout out to my boy Tassan. Uh, Amazon, he uh, has started his new brand, Self Made. Um, and he is just a young man, you know, talking about the kids, you know, that's why. I wanted to wear this and give him a shout out because he's a young man. His dad is uh, Travis Amison. We had him on oh, the show. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and remember, he was here with his dad yep, for the yep. show. So, yep, he started his own brand, self made. Um, you can reach him at Tassan Amison on Facebook. And um, you can get your shirts for 25 a piece. I got three of them for one for me and two for my kids. And so, uh, just to support the kids, you know, I mean, mm-hmm, doing something yeah. positive. He could be out here doing anything in these streets. And he's, you know, building a brand, you know, trying to stay out of trouble, doing something positive. So, I just, you know, I love to see that. And I'll say this right quick. I don't give a... I mean, however how much people charge for their product, buy it. Buy Buy it. it. Because it's the thing. You're going to spend your money on some foreign shit Mm -hmm. that... 
Don't nobody know who you is. Mm-hmm. And they got your money going on vacation right. in Japan yep. some damn where. When we got homegrown talent that make their own products That's here. Right. Support. I don't care how much right. they charge because what they charge is worth buying. Yep. So and, just do it. And the last thing he said to me, too, when he gave me the shirts, is he said, I truly appreciate you. My love and sweat and tears went into those love shirts. And I said, oh, well, I appreciate you. And I'm and I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So shout out to everybody who's out there doing them. And one more shout out to our sponsors. Hot Box. Hot Box. Hot City ENT. Mm-hmm. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. Self, the People Salesman. Yes, sir. J. Rush Jenny. Yep. Sasha Denise. So, so. Legendary Carpet Care. Witness Riches. Uh-huh. Kendall Harvey. Yes. And the Social Butterfly. Hey, and if you would like to become a sponsor one more time, send your info to Rise and, and Grind at the 419grind.com and you could become a sponsor or you could send donations yes. to the dollar f- sign the 419 grind on yeah. our Cash App. So we appreciate you guys for up. making us number one. And like me and Shay always say, until, until next time. time. <laughs> I done lost everything last year, man. Still here this year though, nigga. Go crazy, AG. I'm feeling chosen. Not that them L's that I took, bitch, I'm still feeling golden. Diamonds run my neck and they frozen. I be feeling down, but I keep going. I'm smoking real gas and this shit blowing. I'm sitting here thinking like I'm chosen. I was 17 getting them bows in. I got the gift of gabbing, pimping hoes, man. I knew I was a hustler when I was 10. VIP sweeping the flow, getting it in Cause my mama couldn't get the jazz like all of my friends She was trying, but my mama had eight kids But don't worry, mama, cause we bout to get rich Pops, I got us, yeah, I'm bout to get us out this bitch And get you that new Billy that you always wanted to get Cause you the reason why I know all of this shit And 10 Cam, y'all my boys, I love y'all forever